Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Merry Christmas. Uh, Speedy out today. Helmsy and the real Greg Burgess here. Adler here also along with the Curb Street, our intern. We'll take your phone calls coming up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll chat this hour. Welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Bubba, we know that sibling rivalry uh, can be ugly. Uh, Greg and I um, don't, have, don't know anything about this, no, but no. Uh, boy, we got two brothers that uh, they're at war uh, in Michigan and involving deer hunting and land, uh, and it's it's gotten nasty. Uh, you know, as, as the, as the story says, look, there's family drama, then there's family drama during hunting season. Mm. Uh, and you know, my, my concern is hunting season involves weapons, but, um, uh, we have a dispute between two brothers in Michigan. Uh, and, and what, 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 what's happening here? Undoubtedly, there was some private hunting land that was left by their father to these brothers. And they've disputed this hunting land on who has access to it when, and, you know, it, and, and I think maybe the older brother, you know, he's got like maybe a click up and the other brother doesn't like it. And so they've kind of been going on and on. Well, according to the complaint that has been filed, the brother who feels slighted about access to the private land that belongs to the family. And I don't, they don't give you the details on why he feels this way, hmm. that he had been setting up and hunting on the public land right next to the private land. And the, and the brother with the private land claims that he's cutting off the deer. Okay. That, that he is setting up. I get it. Uh, over there, and he he's trying to to cut off deer and out and out hunt the brother. Um, now this seems extreme because it's a pretty. I'm sure it's a pretty big area. One yeah. person trying yeah. to cut off the deer. Well, so the brother who's hunting on the public land claims that the brother who has the private land has sprayed deer repellent all over his blind and all over his his his, his, his where what he hunts out of to keep deer from coming around him. And he, he actually left out game cameras. Here we go again with Motor Mobile. And he, he handed, he didn't have the mobile because he used the SD cards. He gave them to law enforcement and the people who are actually working, uh, I guess that would be the game wardens or whatever. And it did show his brother wearing a yellow backpack sprayer and was covering the two hunting stands located <laughs> you on, love on the public land with deer repellent. Uh, the complaint identified the subject as his brother and said the property is located next to a private camp that was willed to him and his brother by his father. So I don't know why he's not hunting where where his brother is hunting. It doesn't tell you why they're 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 not just hunting together in the same area. It doesn't tell you. But he said he was he said he was got him on camera. He said he was frustrated by his brother's continued harassment while he was on the private property. Okay, so he didn't like the way he was being treated. 
at the hunting camp that was willed to them by the father. So he just got tired of it. I guess, you know, Greg, you know how it is sometimes when an older brother thinks he runs the place. Yeah. Yeah, and so so he started hunting on the the bordering right. public land. Yeah. <laughs> well, this made that brother mad, so mad that he went and, and, and they said what he sprayed on. And have you ever heard about this? It's some substance that people market that if you spray it around your flowers, you spray it somewhere yeah. that deer will it's like an invisible. I'll be honest okay. with you, it doesn't work as good as they advertise it. Yeah. I've seen them eat pansies with it sprayed on it. Yeah. But anyway. So on the morning of the of the gun season opening, so they, they approached the, the suspect's brother while he was hunting in his blind on his private camp. But here's the problem. Guess the, bro- the brother who had had the deer repellent sprayed on his hunting stands. He, this is one, you know how sometimes you get a bonus on somebody? Yeah. They didn't know this, that when they came to talk to him about spraying this stuff on his brother's hunting stuff, he was hunting illegally over bait. Oh, <laughs> So undoubtedly, wherever in Michigan, there he couldn't he couldn't do this. So they interviewed the suspect's brother, showing him the trail camera photographs. The brother immediately admitted that he had sprayed both blinds because his brother was intentionally cutting off deer by hunting the public land next to the camp. Now, what I like about this, Rick, is he's not just taking a can of something out there no, and spraying no, he's it. Got he's a got a backpack sprayer, <laughs> oh, yeah. which, which means he's got gallons of it. Which made him easier to identify yeah. on the game camera. Right. He said he, said he sprayed on the blinds of, of his brother liquid fence. Anybody familiar with liquid Don't fence? I know about liquid fence. Uh, and it's used to, as we said, deter deer from an area. Uh, when, when he asked the subject, why did you spray your brother's blinds, he said to scare the deer away. He, he later apologized admitted that he let his emotions get the best of him. A warrant request has been submitted for the hunter's harassment, and now he has a new uh, charge, baiting deer. Uh, because, mm. Now, think about it. So you went over to keep your brother from seeing any deer. Yeah. He told on you, and when they came to approach you about going over and spraying this stuff on somebody's hunting You line, were hunting illegally. You're hunting yeah. illegal okay. over, over bait. Okay. Timing wasn't very good. Can I tell you mm. this? It, getting his brother busted about hunting over bait, do you think that's going to help him get back in the private hunting camp? Probably not. Probably not. No. Mm-mm. Where do you think this is going to end? I believe that may do it. Uh, I think they'll eventually have to sell this land. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that may do it They'll just split the money and go somewhere else. Right. Does, is that not sound like classic, though? Is oh, that classic? Gosh. Yes. What, what about when you find you found liquid fence? And like you said, Bubba, he had a backpack on him. He's yeah, serious I mean, he it. was putting it out. I mean, it wasn't just a few squirts. You <laughs> right. know? Was, I thought when you first <laughs> we were first talking about the story, he took some something and just sprayed his jacket with it. I didn't know he took a backpack sprayer in there. Would, would you like to know how effective it was? I, I want to know if the brother yeah, who, whose deer blind got sprayed up, was he seeing anything? Yeah, I'd like well, to Well, let's talk about the fact that the brother thought he could cut off deer headed to the private camp by just hunting on the public <laughs> land next to him. I mean, to some degree He you had could. a plan. I well, mean. from some degree you could. So, but, but you know he was a little close, you know? So if you read it, read between the lines, it says that they were both wheeled the private right. hunting right. camp from the dad. But he said he got tired of constantly being harassed by his brother. Does that, that sound familiar? You, you got to have somebody in charge. I guess. <laughs> right. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put some invisible fence. Up well, I would, I'm going back to why why the brother who got sprayed, why he left the camp. But what does he mean by constantly harassing? Does he mean about practical jokes? Or do you think it is he thinks he runs the place? Yeah, probably that. You're trying probably to tell, always trying to tell him, him what to do. Right. Telling him where he had to hunt and telling him all this yeah, and that. Yeah, that's right. he's, he's, he, think, he thinks he's running it. He, tell, uh-huh. he tells us what stand we can go to, what yep. stand we can't. Tell me what I'd shoot, what I can't. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to hunt the public land next to it. Watch that. And you know we got a little close. 
Do you think if, – if I'm going as far as spraying liquid fence on your blind – does this mean that Baby Brother's been producing some pictures of look look what I'm look what I shot? I guess. I mean, what someone have something to, pushed him. Something had to push you to go to that level. Maybe maybe the brother's having some success. How about him strapping that tank on his back? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Sounds like it's going to end up. Neither one of them is going to be hunting any. When we come back, this proposal thing y'all were telling me about, I got to see this. Is this a foul? Trade. Yeah, I think Complete it's a foul. foul. Yeah. I think it's a foul. Okay, but anyway. There's a wedding proposal that uh, some of you may have already seen it or heard about it. Uh, we'll talk about it when we come back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. It's 20 minutes past the hour. Ooh, the Rick and Bubba Show. Bubba. If you're just now joining us, uh, you have missed gift number four. Gift number four has already been given away today. So tomorrow, gift number five will be in play. Uh, so we'll be paying attention for that. All right, so uh, we were t- going to the break. We were promoing this for you. You know, wedding proposals, I know people like to be creative, uh, but this one uh, a lot of people are saying it was, was over the line, uh, especially because it involved a pretend robbery or holdup. That is what I understand, Rick. I have not Correct. seen the video myself. All right, here it is. Here's a little. Here's a little package uh, about this proposal that now has become viral. So, so here it is. A young woman and her boyfriend are shopping at a convenience okay. store. Something's happening at the cash register. A surveillance camera captures this guy pulling a gun on the store clerk. Oh my goodness! As the couple go to pay, the clerk announces. I got robbed. Did you? Yeah. Suddenly, the robber bursts back in and herds them all to the back of the store. You! That right there! The couple hunker down. You can hear the terror in the woman's voice as the bad guy focuses his attention on her. You have kids? How many kids? They will? I'm Yeah, we're not married. The robber reaches ominously into his bag. You know what? What are you waiting for? He hands something to the boyfriend. Oh my god. Then, this happens. Was he marrying me? And it starts to dawn on the petrified young woman what's really going on. The robbery is actually a crazy proposal of marriage. Everybody was in on it except for her. I spoke to the boyfriend who set it all up. What if a customer had walked in or an off-duty police officer and thought that this was real? This could have gone horribly wrong. We closed down the store. Uh, there was people outside. Uh, we waited for every customer to get out. We notified the police that this was going on. We had a prop gun. It wasn't a real gun. So, I mean, we tried to do it as, as safe as possible. What did she do? Did she scream at you? She called me a bonehead. She said she's going to, you know, kill me. Obviously joking. Ray Giuliano says he tried to make amends with a second, much more conventional proposal on a romantic bridge in Manhattan's Central Park. How many times have you apologized? 7,293, I believe it is. Inside edition, thank you for that. Ah, boy, I I know we want to be creative. I know we want to have a good story. Uh, That's... Rick, I would have to say that one would be dead on arrival on the old idea board. Um, yeah, that uh, look. I mean, certainly better ways than others to do it, but that. Uh, mm. I'm not sure that's the romance. I, I think being terrified to the point that you likely need new underwear 
is not really yeah. what everybody's looking for. Yeah, in keep America. in mind she was on the floor on her knees crying, begging for her life, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but exactly what was happening. But yeah, yeah. That's, so, uh, well, it had a gun. Yeah, and I want. I mean, here's the thing: when you hear this guy talking about it, we we contacted the police to let them know. Did the police just say, "Okay, that's cool"? Yeah, uh, well, uh, you would think they would go, "Not a good idea." Yeah, don't you think the police would say, "No, you're not doing that. Shut that down. That's uh, not happening." Right? You would, uh, you would think. think. Can somebody in law enforcement help us? I, I mean, know. I know that the people who own the convenience store had to give their okay. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That no, that, they did. Yeah, yeah, that part you can. Get. Not yeah. just the manager that said, "I'll lock the door." <laughs> whenever, you know what I mean? Yeah, they had I, to go to I, higher yeah, level. But the know. owner. To the phones we mm. go. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, Adam out of Georgia. Adam, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Thanks for your patience. Good. Hey, Biggins. Good to talk to you. That's yeah, our pleasure. Uh, we got a Santa Claus down at our local mall here in southeast Georgia. That He's known as the singing Jesus Santa Claus. He's wanted to be a Santa Claus. His Facebook page said since the seventh grade mm. where he had worked um, – uh, all summer that year to save up money to buy his classmates' Christmas present. Anyhow, he got fired from the mall for putting on a MAGA hat and taking a picture with a child so, uh, this weekend. So this singing Santa, and, and for some reason you said he's the singing Jesus Santa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm picturing it. Yeah, but the um, – so does this mean he looks like a combination of Santa and Jesus? Um no, he, he, he spreads Jesus's story about Christmas Understood. to everybody yeah. that he can. So yeah. did, well, well, how did everybody, the, how did the MAGA yeah. hat come into this? Did a family ask him to wear that and make a picture with their right. kid? Or was this part of his normal uniform? From my understanding, they was asked, uh, asked him to put it on to make a picture. Okay. Well, that, and, and that, somebody else saw it. Well, see, that's different. At first, I thought, but maybe where you were going, look, yeah. if they've got rules, if you're going to be a Santa at our mall or, Wherever we don't want any political statements of any kind, just be Santa. But if 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 this was part of a a group that said, "Can you put on this hat with it?" I don't like saying. And you're telling us the story, and we don't know it, all the details. But um, but now we have not heard about that. We we certainly haven't. Did, did he say that this Santa had been wanting to do this since he was a little boy? Like that That's was his called. goals mm-hmm. and dreams mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. That that was kind of the backstory. Yes, mm-hmm. we just heard. Yes. Interesting. We continue. William out of Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. W- William, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was going to call about the engagement in Alabama. If you fear for your life or someone else's life is in jeopardy, you can kill that individual or shoot, kill whichever one. So, probably not a good idea in the state of Alabama. You would probably have to look at other laws. Yeah, well, he, they said they talked to law enforcement, locked the door, got everybody out, and everybody inside was in on it. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I was just wondering, can you, do you would law enforcement give you the okay to something like that? I, I don't know. If it's planned and if it's in a locked event, I mean, I guess you can do what you want to do. But sure. Yeah, you're in the city of Huntsville. You're not. You're not going to get that. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. No. Uh, we continue, Herman. Out of Clay, Alabama. Herman, go ahead. Hey, guys. Long time listener, first time caller. Hey, thank you for that. Hey, man, I just, um, maybe it's me, but um, it seems like to me if the brother sprayed the blind, I'm calling about the deer blind, the sure, brother huh? sprayed, yeah. sprayed the blind um, with a liquid fence, wouldn't it keep the deer from coming on his property anyway? I know. It's like you're setting up, an, if it worked, a liquid fence to your own private hunting camp. 
I think right. what I think what he was trying to do is put <laughs> right. it on there so they would avoid that area, but just go around. Yeah, it. yeah. But I but see yeah, your point. You're, you're 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 risking running everything out of that area yeah. if it worked. Yeah, I don't want anything on the border of where I'm hunting that that repels deer. Yeah, do you? Well, okay. we've tried deer repellent on pansies before, and it, it appears it was like ketchup because mm-hmm. they loved it. I, I did. Mean, they just ate the pansies anyway. I did too, and it made the people really mad. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about flour. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, we continue. You know pansies are. John and Somerville. John, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning. I just wonder if y'all had covered the Tommy Tupperville story yet. Uh, I, I, uh, you have to give us more details. I, I, I'm not. I'm not I'm familiar. They had a drag queen uh, float in the parade over in Opelika, and he said, "Right in my backyard. What next?" Now he's all in trouble about it. Oh sure. Uh oh. Well, I mean, uh, well, I don't really think that that uh, somebody been upset with Tommy's going to cripple him no, just no. from past history. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he probably said exactly what he was thinking. Well, I'll, I'll tell all of you if any of you ever follow Steve Gaines on Twitter, it, it, it makes what Tommy said look like nothing. Mm. I mean, it is. Uh, it, they, they had another one of those stories where these drag queens are reading to kids at libraries. What is this with drag queens uh, and reading to children? Um, I just don't see the combo. I just can't. You know, there's certain things you go. Because they think it'll last. That makes Clifford the big red dog look like nothing. That's, yep, not, that's, not, that's not even, a, to me, a difficult decision. That, that's you what know, I'm that, saying. Who thought, hey, I got an idea. That's not even an anti-drag queen thing to say, yeah, we probably just don't want y'all reading to kids at the library. And when did drag if y'all, want, if y'all want to go to Bourbon Street and crank it up and pretend yeah. you're, you're a bet meddler, fine. But but I mean, but but but, but, but you're you're not going to come here to the library and sit around and have a bunch of. And who brings their kids to this? What what kind of child abuse? The, Thank the, you, Rick. Why <laughs> reading and drag queens? I don't. I, when you like you said, the list of things they do, right. you know, they do shows, impersonating no. all these parades. I, I, just, I just I never said well you know what who'd be good to read to the children probably the drag queens. But did you think any of us back to Tommy Tuberville's comment? We'll look for it. Did any of you think that our country would get to the point that Opelika, Alabama, Opelika, Alabama, would have a drag queen float? If that's true, if that really happened, did, did you ever think that would happen in, in Alabama anywhere? Maybe Mobile, huh? College towns. <laughs> Always people trying to be sharp. Please look at that. That'll scare you to death. If you're a kid. I don't. Yeah, really. Good night. Yeah. Aside from all the obvious, why do you want that look to read to kids? Why do you want that look, period? Look, again, if <laughs> you have the freedom to do what you want to do, I just don't know why any this ever got off the ground. Yeah. We'll take more of your phone calls when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG-AS-A-NUMBER. All right, uh, don't forget LifeLock.com this time of year. You know, when you're shopping, this is a boy, Identity Thieves. They love Christmas season as much as we do because uh, these are times for them to go out and try to grab your identity. And, and you're, there's a lot of things that can happen with your identity you're not going to catch on your own. So the proprietary technology provided only by LifeLock gives you the best protection top to bottom, period. And if something does happen, you're assigned a restoration specialist that will work to fix it. Right now, you can get 25% off your membership. If you call 1-800-LIFELOCK and give the code Bubba, we use LifeLock. It's the best protection available. gives you peace of mind to go ahead and go on with your life. Or you can go to rickandbubba.com. You'll find a link there under the sponsors. If you go to that link or to LifeLock.com, enter the code Bubba, 
and get 25% off and get the best protection available on the market today, only found with LifeLock. So a couple of things. We'll get to your phone calls on stories that we just got. Uh, it, it does say here, Drag Queens blast Tommy Tuberville for his Facebook post, uh, and it, it seems to be that the float was in. I, I got an emailer from Opelika uh, that says they, they had a float in the parade and in the Auburn parade as well. And these drag queens perform every Saturday night at the Irish Pub in downtown Opelika. So just uh, unreal. But so they do have a float in the parade uh, every night, huh? and it appears that Tommy Tuberville is now they're now upset with him uh, because uh, uh, he uh, he made comments on Facebook. It says um, he he said uh, that he. Uh, um, he called this to be. I'm trying to look, find his exact quote. Right. Oh, here it is. Hard to believe that right in my own backyard, the city of Opalaka allows drag queens in the city Christmas parade, which was held this weekend. What is next? So there, there it is. I actually from, agree with Tommy on that. Yeah, it, Rick, it, it, I got bad news for Tommy. He may have lost mm. the drag queen vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know he I'm had just it. Saying. Yeah. Right. Uh, don't don't forget. I didn't know this. Did y'all know is uh, that for, that. Um, that there's actually a group called Pride on the Plains. Did you know about that one? A local LGBTQ organization. And they well, now I thought the a lot of the LBG LMNOP that that they don't like drag queens. I mean, are anti drag queens. Remember, remember one that t- one because, time. Yeah, one time we had a story. That, it was it was the gender people were mad about that. Yeah, they didn't like the drag queens because the drag queens just dress up as women, but I think walk around the rest of the time as men. I guess they I'm, never. Not that I'm an expert. Look, on drag I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to tell the transgender community what to do. But I thought y'all said people can be whatever they want to be, and if there are men who say we will never want to change being men, we just like to pretend to be women. Who are you to judge? <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, let me tell you something. Are you drawing the line there? Right. Come on. I mean, this is, is where we, this is where we're going to draw a line of what can't be done. So anyway, and it looks like the Trump hat wearing Santa uh, has been pulled from the Georgia Mall. Uh, that, I say, here's what happened, Rick: okay. is the the family asked to take a picture, gave him the hat, he took the picture. Well, then what's the big deal? I hold it. So then, they the family leaves the mall and posts it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you get sharing the picture and all that and a bunch of likes, and then that's how the mall finds out, and then they fire him. What was the mall's stance? We don't want any he political he stuff. He did not or... ask us for permission to do this or something like that. Here's what the, here's so, what the mall this says. This guy has been wanting to be Santa his whole life. Yep. Yeah. And Jesus Santa. There, there's, yeah. there's people asking the mall on their Facebook page, can Santa please not wear a Trump hat? And then they, <laughs> they put back mall management. We apologize for this occurrence, and we'll be addressing this right away. The mall at Waycross does not condone this and does not support any specific political party. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. Look, I understand the mall's position. But they just you, you don't want political Santa out there. I got that. But the other <laughs> side of this Santa. is, the other side of this is, if a family comes up and they want a picture made with that hat, it doesn't hurt for him to get the picture made and then go on to do something else. Just like I'm sure some people come up and ask him to take a picture with a Georgia football hat on yeah. or a Florida State hat or if whatever. You're a fan against that Georgia team, you State, whatever's in that neighborhood, and and it doesn't hurt anything. But I guess once it went to Social media, everyone thought he's just sitting there in that all the time, which, again, is not the case. The picture is in that 
aspect is taken out of context. Yeah, we've said many times when you decide to go to work for a private organization, you have to follow that private organization's rules, and that does not infringe on your freedom of political speech or freedom of expression. However, in this case, the Santa Claus isn't down there saying, I'm going to wear a Trump hat as I stand down here, as Bubba pointed out and the guys pointed out. Why can't the mall just come back and say, Santa Claus is here to make Christmas wishes come true, and uh, uh, different families come through, they may request, like you said, Bubba, that he wear their team hat, that he wear their Now, they could have a Santa doesn't wear anybody's hat policy and and take care of all that. That's fine, and I understand that, too. But why not explain that to people and say, we've let Santa know that if people make these kind of requests, we will not – we'd rather him not do that going forward. Right, right. It's not presented that you have some Trump-supporting Santa down there that's gone Trump rogue. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a little of an overreaction, I think. We continue to the phones. Because he's wanted to do it his whole life. Uh, eight six six. We be dreamed about. <laughs> Don't forget, he's the he's the Jesus Santa as well. Right. Yes. Uh, let's go to Mark and Dothan. <laughs> News Talk one zero three nine. Mark, welcome. Hi. How you doing? Good. Hey. Hey, I just wanted to bring up one point. I know the odds are really against it, but what if say five minutes was about that prank marriage proposal robbery? What if, say, five minutes before the prank's supposed to go down, a real robber comes in and holds up the store, and some bystander sees it from outside the store and calls the police to tell them about it, and the police says, oh, don't worry about it, it's just a prank. No, you're right. No, there's, there's, this there's is a, a bad lot idea. of problems. It's a bad there's idea. A lot, yeah, yeah. If you're going to do that, you need to be maybe hold up in your own home or something. Here, you know? Yeah, let's just don't do that. How about that? How about there's more romantic ways than a fake hold up? Here's someone. What law, about flowers? In law enforcement. Officer, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Green Acres? Ah, thank you for the call, calling on the job. So, talk about. Well, thank you for what you do. I'm going to assume this is a bad idea. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, we, uh, you know, it's all fun and games until you know she turns around and presses charges for for menacing or uh, or, or being kidnapped. So you know, uh, it's, it's definitely not a good idea. Even if uh, I don't know anybody in this city that would uh, that would say, hey, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. And even even I know we have sometimes we have churches that call say hey yo we're doing active shooter training and we'll still send an officer out to you know kind of stand by and just kind of check it out make sure you know yeah. you know nobody else comes and bother them you know yeah okay but, but not a but good this idea is not, I mean that is training for a, yeah. an emergency situation and, and, that's different than I'm wanting to propose and you still go there I, you're saying yeah. that in in the city in which we live if I were to call and say look I'm going to kind of renew my vows with Sherry coming up on our 25th anniversary uh and hey i'm gonna pretend like we've been robbed you would probably say no you burgess you're not gonna do that we, 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 heard, we're not gonna do that i've heard of one other one kind of like this right yeah where a couple was on a small airplane mm. and the female already not fond of airplanes mm. and the pilot tells them they're going down oh see oh that's a that's a foul. and then he oh. proposes to her that is a foul, guys. I got to tell you that you're. you're See, going, I don't. I don't think that really builds the foundation you need. Some of y'all, I, I kind of wish. Some it. of y'all are missing the the whole end goal of a proposal. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think y'all you're getting away from the whole, I the mean, whole concept yeah, of asking it, someone to marry yeah. you. It's exciting enough. I don't think you have to try to put that big of an emotional swing on it from sudden death to I'm getting married. You know, to think that's a bigger yeah, emotional yeah, yeah. roller coaster for you or something? I wish it would have been. You remember, what was the movie, Adam Sandler? 51st Dates, when yeah. he had a, his I love, friend fake yeah. like he was robbing him and she took a bat and beat the crap out of him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he yes. loved him, something like that would happen. 
All right, Chris in Tuscaloosa. I love that movie, by the way, other than it makes me sad. Yeah, we got <laughs> we got several calls about this. Chris, go ahead. Hey, uh, uh, monkey grass, by the way. I appreciate Thank you, sir. Uh, Thank you. Uh, did y'all? Uh, I don't know if y'all watched the MMA on the weekends, but uh, on Saturday there was uh, Bryce Thug Nasty Mitchell <laughs> uh, won his third bout. <laughs> and I uh, figured he'd be right up Greg's alley. Uh, have y'all watched his post-match interview? No, I have I, not. I have actually Is seen this the it. Thing? I think I He's just from Arkansas. And, and yep. Go ahead. I don't want to ruin your moment here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I uh, just make sure y'all saw it. Um, uh, my only regret for him is he's a great American, is that uh, he's not from Alabama. Yeah. yeah, well, go ahead and tell everybody. I didn't see it. Ham saw it. But Rick and I, I think I just printed it. a story on it. Yeah, we got it right yeah. here. Well, well, uh, well. Uh, after he won, he was, uh, you know, he's just a you know redneck country guy, and uh, he uh, he wants two things. He wants to uh, uh, wants some uh, camo shorts from Reebok, who sponsors him, <laughs> and he wants uh, to help help out Trump in Washington. Yeah, I see. He, said, he basically said, "Hey, look." Uh, he basically told Trump, if "He needs any help. He needs anybody. To, he needs to whoop anybody's aid to just let him know. He'll yeah. take care of it." Yeah. He moved. To is this day. thug nasty? This yeah. is in his post match. Thug Nasty has moved to twelve and zero, Greg, in his career. That. He's going to be busy because that's going to be a long list. There's going to be a lot of butt whooping. He says, "Donald Trump." Where do you up. think it starts? Oh, pencil neck. <laughs> Donald <laughs> right Trump. I'm up here in D.C. If you need help whooping some politician, <laughs> holler at me, bro. I'll do it for free. <laughs> He shouted that in the microphone after going 12-0 and with his latest victory. He also said he'd like to buy the president dinner. Yeah. So, Good news. And this you was right after the fight boy. when, I mean, the guy's laying down over there, and he's, you know, <laughs> this is him right here. That's funny. <laughs> Thug nasty. Now, don't, now don't miss what's going to happen now with all those that oppose Trump. The left, are they – I'm listening to see if I can hear him screaming. They're going to scream. See, this is the kind of stuff. Violence. Violence. See what. See white what, supremacist. See what Trump incites. That's coming. Here, this is a southern white man saying he'll beat up yep. anybody that Trump needs him to beat up. He goes by the name of Thug Nasty. Because, <laughs> Bubba, as we know. There'll the, be a hearing on this. Bubba, this is, is this impeachable? <laughs> Bubba, as we know, the left has never created an environment where violence takes place. No. no never. 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 14 never. 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 We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us. Gift number four and the 12 working days of Christmas has already been given away today. Uh, so um, if, you, if you you know, if you know were piddling around and you didn't have the show up and running when it started, you've already missed it. Gift number five will come your way tomorrow. So um, And uh, we're live today on Facebook. If you want to go to our, our – if you like watching the show, uh, you can live stream it on our Facebook page today on Facebook Live. Uh, we got word yesterday it looks like uh, that the – uh, strike against us involving Don Henley bed music uh, has been taken back, so YouTube may be back any day now. So we'll we'll keep you posted on those things as uh, they're made available. But the good news is there's so many different ways to get the show now. Uh, you can go grab it uh, if you like audio only. You got all the options you can stand. 
If you love that video option, Facebook Live is your option today. It is back up and live. A daily documentary will also be put together again uh, today. Adler will have another one of those that will release tonight on our YouTube channel. If you missed last night's, uh, there's a new one that is up that you can enjoy right now. Uh, all right, so, uh, by the way, I'm sorry, Bubba, this is just for you. I just saw that Comey uh, was talking about the IG report. He said all this shows is just good people trying to protect America. Sorry, buddy. Okay. Like J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> right, sounds very familiar. Yeah. yeah, it seems like we have a complex there at some of the top spots that right. they're playing God with everything. Yeah, I'd also, you know, I know that we're aging at an incredibly large rate here. We're 55, you and me. Hey, speak for yourself, Greg, pal. what are you, 53? Yep. Uh, and I went that, ahead and dyed my hair white to get it over with, yeah. so I won't look like a major. There him. you go. I pulled mine out on top. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, and then Speedy's fifty-one, right? Right. I think. And then punk. Helms, you're next at what? I'm forty-one. Forty-one. Ooh, Adler's thirty-four. Thirty-four. So mm-hmm. he's a, he's a. But anyway, so it's the baby. The thing now is, and I don't know that this is an age thing or not, but if you hear the term gout, does that does that sound? I guess gout it, to me sounds painful. Anybody can get gout. I, I'm right? familiar with it uh, from several of my older friends. Who there you go using the word older again. Uh, no, thank it, you. It's a it's a problem uh, digesting meat, I believe. Well, it's it's uh, it, it's, it's it's horrible, horrible joint pain and, and pain in the body. <laughs> Um, I it's don't, inflammation and yeah, arthritis. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I, you came up yeah, with digestion. No, it's something to do. It, with, I think um, that doesn't it, help. They call it like no, the, it, it's, uh, it's all one of the. Yeah. <laughs> but that's but, just what you immediately go to. Yeah, I know that. Well, you, <laughs> no, the the person who told me I had invited them to go eat somewhere, and they said I can't go there and eat meat because mm-hmm. of my gout. So gout involves that too, I guess. So I, gout, I too gout much uric acid crystallizes yeah, a, and deposits in the joints. That's what yeah, gout it's is. Doctor Burgess. Yeah. So what does that have to do with meat? It's something to do with that the acid in the meat. You can't digest. Wasn't it, it like the rich stuck. man's disease they referred to back yeah. in the old times? Yeah, because they people. The meat. Who, oh, yeah. you're saying the gout would? Con- I mean, the meat would contribute to making the gout situation yes. worse. Yeah. I got you. Okay. So anyway, um, something like that, Rick. I just want to tell the audience I don't have gout. I mean, you I, would, could. It, it, I think I got a little gout in one of my toes. One of the things, yeah. Rick, when you Everybody discuss, thinks, I mean, well, we just call it it's arthritis. the go-to, Rick. When yeah. if anybody ever brings up they have a foot issue, right. that's one of the things people are going to throw at you. Well, but what I, I and because you have gotten, we've all aged. You've gotten a little I, older. Well, that's my point. And eat cherries with stems. Look, I was I'm <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> I was, I, but I Am thought I yesterday. I know people half listen and the whatever. I was, sure. I was trying to make clear. I certainly, any of us could have gout, okay? But I thought I'd made clear that this particular situation, I have a foot that is that is mangled and has all sorts of issues. Sure, yeah. It, it's, it didn't just appear on the good foot. It, right. It, it's, it's, right. The, it's the already bad foot. You got foot. the Jerry Ford foot. Yeah, yeah. I Gerald mean, Ford. Yeah, I mean. So, <laughs> I mean. Or Jerry. Jerry, his brother, had it, well, too. He did. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, he played football. But uh, so so this is, it, it's still mysterious. This uh, And I think all it is, in my opinion, of course, you know, I, I, if you need to see me, I'm, I'm an orthopedic surgeon now, apparently. Right. But the um, it seems to me because I've had these foot issues since '82, is the every, year was 1982. Every it's every now and then I think one of the various bone spurs in there gets moved on on a nerve mm-hmm. or something. 
Because literally, it'll be like, I can't walk today. I need to go to the hospital, and the next well, day it'll be fine. just go get it cleaned out. That'll help. That's just too much of a hassle. Huh? It, it's just, that's oh, that, it'll help. Look, Rick. when they get to get in there, it's, you know what it's like? It's like back Let surgery. them put a screw in there and loop that thing around once or twice, tighten it up, you know, but clean her ta- out. What I'm talking about is when you – Give it the old spit shine. You've heard it before. Sometimes people <laughs> go to back surgery because they just don't have any choice. Right. But once you open up them areas with all these nerves and all this stuff, know, but you realize how many little bones and stuff are in your feet? You your know, feet feet are bad. I know. Ankles and feet. But when you clean <laughs> out, I don't have a when you clean out the joint with all that those bone spurs and things, it, it helps. I, I wish I'd have done mine sooner. It probably wouldn't have done as much damage as it did. Yeah, you know, I understand what you're saying, but I, I, you know, again, if I guess if. Everybody was wondering if I'm gonna be back next season. You know right, what I mean? I, right. I'm I'm just hey, I'm a radio host. Right. You know, and 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 it is with a gout foot. You're right. <laughs> Rick, they have medications you can take. Here for we go. Gout. Right. Yeah, so I told that. you cherries, the, the kind with the stems though. Don't get the ones in the jar. Right. Just putting you your have little, to eat the stem too. Hey, hey, yeah. No, get, I don't think you have to eat the you stem, have but to, it has to be those. You actually kind. have to tie them in a knot with your tongue, then eat the chair. <laughs> that, exactly. Greg can do that. Do you know what I heard? Now I don't know I've if it's seen true. I've people or not. do that. That's amazing. <laughs> I can't. It may not be true. I could be totally off. Well, somebody said that they had a gout foot and it bothered them, and they form tackled the little brother into a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> and and they, they said they said all of a sudden it just started feeling it felt better. better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading these sentences. I may have a little gout myself because it's the joint, the the toe, big toe right there where it connects your foot. That joint. Mm-hmm. I have a little trouble with that. Do you, well, we it got, says it'll wake apparently, you up. Apparently, twenty five percent of our audience has gout. Uh, I know. I know thing. a lot of people. And you're just gout. in the first stages of gout. There's different yeah. stages, Rick. And <laughs> don't you just call it arthritis? So usually, doesn't it all? Come no, it's different. The same it's thing. different. It's different. It's different. Do you want me to read the, what it is? Again? Well, it looks <laughs> like it looks like it has the same. It's a form of of inflammation and arthritis. Yeah, arthritis. Oh, gets you Arthur, like this and you but you're right. Oh, Arthur right. gets you. I don't think gout gets y'all. Like well, you don't have. That's get y'all like what? That's not. If you have arthritis in your knee, it doesn't do like that. Yeah, it does. It's all knotted up. <laughs> Look, hey, gout happens. It's there. It's pretty yeah. common. Greg, is there anybody? You know what? I'm to, out with gout. Is there anybody, anybody, anywhere that's somewhere and they, they're by the water coat and they said, hey, what's the difference between gout and arthritis? Somebody said, I don't know. Ask Rick and Bubba. Yeah. It's acidic. Ask <laughs> <Hey, laughs> Rick and call in. See what they say. And I tell you who knows most about it is Greg. Yeah. <laughs> no, my dad had it so bad he had to have his knuckles replaced with plastic what? knuckles. Yeah. Gout oh, is yeah. actually a form of arthritis. I just yeah. said that, yeah. Dr. Yeah. Burgess. Yeah, right. Oh, he is. Y'all knew that. I mean, they were horrible. Yeah, horrible. My mom's got some of those. Rick, been... you'll be all right. Huh? But guys, but Ricky got a little gout foot. It ain't gonna hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> but but of all the things wrong with that foot, don't you think gout may be on well, the it's list? Probably in there. But, but you're eating part of You're eating less. Meat. Number six. There's eating... a lot of people at that party, but gout's there too. <laughs> you're eating less meat than you've ever eaten, right? I mean, you don't consume near as much what you. Eat. Where you at on shellfish? Just in sheer volume. That's probably part of not. It too. Probably not. Yeah. That shellfish bad on it? Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't eat a lot of shellfish. Either. Oh, I do. I tear shrimp up. <laughs> Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming like a shark. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Is this the real life? Or is this just radio? Caught up in the landslide. They call the show open your ears conquer all your fears and see they're just two big boys always on my radio make sure you're always up never bored they love to laugh love the lord 
doesn't really matter to me. Seven minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleports. A brand new Rick and Bubba hour. Merry Christmas. Helmsy, the real Greg Burgess here. Adler, Curb Street, our intern taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. As we roll through another day, the uh, fourth gift of the 12 working days of Christmas has already happened today. So if you missed that, start focusing on tomorrow. Uh, gift number five. Welcome back. Santa's little helper, Bill Bubba Bussin. Rick, glad to be here and glad to be helping Santa out this time of year. Yes. Matter of fact, uh, yesterday Santa stopped by, and uh, I think he had to feel pretty good about himself. Yeah. The, uh, the, if you, uh, he, he, was, he was moving through, and uh, I thought we looked pretty good on, on the list this year, even Greg. I know, uh, which was a little strange. So let's uh, let's talk about uh, well, Rick. I just want to recap. If you have any information on gout, go ahead and send it to Rick now. <laughs> yes, uh, Adler. He wants. To, you know, Adler screens my emails. Adler at rickandbubba.com. He screens and, them, and I appreciate him doing that. That's very kind of him. <laughs> the uh, but uh, so this Lane Kiffin thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Ole Miss. Um, I'm still. I'm a little perplexed by um, now. Now Florida Atlantic. We would say yes. Okay, so where where's the other instance that Lane Kiffin, um, it, it, when he lands at the tarmac, it, it's Nick Saban lot. What do you mean? Like in his coaching career, where did not he, USC? Where where, nah. where where I mean, it, where did he win big as a head coach? He uh, not it, not it, the Raiders, not Tennessee. His Tennessee overall college enough. record is sixty one and thirty four. Mm-hmm. He was twenty five and thirteen at FAU with two conference championships. Yeah. I do understand, and we've said this in the past. He left Tennessee. He, I don't he know. He might have been successful Well, that's there. true. You know, he left because he wanted to go to USC. That's yeah. why they were – they didn't run him off. He left on his own. So, but, but and they didn't like it. But the reaction at Ole Miss as as if they've hired a Saban. Oh, I know. Yeah. It was a rock star reaction. It, I sure. agree. That's reminded way me, over the top. It reminded me when Saban landed in Alabama. Yeah. Now, now Saban has delivered. All right, so here, here it we is. We got it. So, uh, this, um, this is him arriving uh, in Oxford. Uh, on the on the tarmac, and I'm talking about to a, a rock star welcome. Here we go. So, so he's coming out. Yeah! Look at the people. Goodness. No pressure there, Lane. He reminds me of somebody. I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> that smirky look. <laughs> right. It's, it's some actor. I can't think of the actor. Now it. All right, all right. So uh, fired up. Well, there you go, Lane. <laughs> but help me, help me out on this. I hate to quote it, it, Linus in this situation, but a savior is born. You know, Lane was <laughs> there. He is the, Rick, the most bizarre thing. This has been around him his whole career. He was given a head coaching job in the NFL when he was what. 30? 30-something, 30 yeah. And, I think I mean, he's 44 now. He didn't even now. have hardly any experience. I mean, this, I'm, I'm what, with you, though. He's had high-profile tr- jobs, but where is the huge Rick, success? Rick, here he is handling now he's the baby's child. Look, they're, they're handing him babies. And what? that's a new kind of new baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I first saw it, I thought. Maybe his. Well, well that's a good point. Just, uh, yeah, there. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw it. <laughs> who, who takes well, it? That's a new baby. Why would I hand my new baby to any coach who got off an airplane? You know, right, is here, it, holder. Is it the Shawshank Redemption guy, Tim? What's his name? 
Uh, oh, wow. Uh, could be. What's, uh, <laughs> Tim, Tim Robbins. Tim, Tim Robbins, you're right. Yeah. It, does he remind me of he Tim does. Robbins, the actor? He's got a little he of that can, look. He can play yeah. Lane yeah. in the movie, yeah. Yeah. no doubt. <laughs> right. Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. The, yeah, All right. that's how I know him. Can somebody help me on why everybody thinks Lane Kiffin, no. if he arrives, you're about to start winning? I know. Based on what? Well, Rick, here's the thing. Does you wanna, remember when how you're, USC got a popular when you're, name? When you're trying to hire a football coach, you want somebody who's going to win, obviously, but you got to have somebody that brings hype to the program yeah. that excites the fan base. A splash. And, you know, Ole Miss tasted a little bit of that before. You know, they were they beat Alabama twice. They went to New Year's Day Bowl and won. And, you know, they they, they thought they were coming to the big table, you know, from the kids' table. They were so getting a lot of recruits. Of course, that and, cost and, them a little later. Yeah, and, and they were getting so many good recruits, it looked a little strange. Well, after and the it, tonsils, it, uh, right, it drew, text came up on the big screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was terrible. Yeah. During the draft. <laughs> yeah, it drew. Hugh yeah, Freeze was but, there to support his player, and I'll see you look he's like. <laughs> But but they you know then the the program went back into you know obscurity and now they think they got some hot well Lane now you compare this to the other coaching hires at Arkansas and at Missouri Bobby Pittman who yeah Sam, and, and, and at Missouri Sam Pittman and at Missouri oh. and Eli Drinkwitz you know Drinkwitz that's his name and, Greg and you go they who play for a man you go who Drinkwitz. so Ole Miss did get the pop they were looking for now they will did. they get the wins they're looking right. for but they got the pop look at look at the the fan base so that means more donations it's a risky move on their part now you got to live up to it but it is a it's a gamble that right now they're getting what they wanted and that was hype all right so if that guy doesn't fake a urinating dog <laughs> This doesn't even happen. You're right. Probably not. You're right. Because it's hard to let that guy go knowing you just beat your rival. And two weeks earlier, the AD had said he's our guy. All yes. right. Well, that's the kiss of death. And when we you, all know When that. you was having, Luke was supposed to be a, a Band-Aid, a transitional guy. And then there came that there started being some discussion. Maybe we should just keep him. So do you now, as an Ole Miss fan, go from being mad at the player that was a urinating dog to now being proud of him and celebrating him? Is yeah. he a hero now? Yeah, yeah. Did he raise that leg and out came Lane Gibbons? <laughs> this, is a, this is a great question, Rick. <laughs> it was a urination heard all the way across Mississippi. Right. What if ESPN has been doing these documentaries and one of them was what if? One of them is what if, and, and what if we look five or six years from now and we tie it back to that. That's excellent. I know. And what if we look at Johnny Pittman's better than any of them? <laughs> His name's not it's Johnny Sam Pittman. Pittman. Sam Pittman. Johnny okay, who, Pittman. who is the Missouri coach? Eli, Eli Drinkwitz. Oh, my God. He's, now, where did he come from? Appalachian App- State. Okay. Now, well, is he well, the one that's got – look, if he's – App's been, lost two coaches two years in a row yeah, for they're, being too good. Yeah, they're, they've got a good yeah, the program. The Louisville guy came Wait a minute. But still, he doesn't have the national name that Elaine Kiffin No, Drinkwitz. And I don't know that. Hey, nobody goes to the I'm airport that, and hands their baby him. to Coach Drinkwitz. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. But why are we handing it to Lane Kiffin? I don't know. I really. understand everything well, you said, Bob. I just don't know why is there hype because around Lane Kiffin? Rick, Lane because Kiffin. Won, because he won, because he won, he won pretty well at Florida Atlantic. He's very recognizable. Right. But if you look back, some of the things he's recognizable yeah, for are not popular. That's my point. You know, that's my point. I mean, the, I look, Rick. There's hey, there, hey, Rick, P, hey, PT Barnum could draw a crowd, but it was just a circus. Do you see Tim and Lane? I think he could play him in the movie. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah a little that, hair work. Wow. Yeah, That's yeah, a good yeah. call. No doubt. Andy Dufresne. All right, so but back to this again. Kiffin's offenses have been good everywhere he was. That's my next question. Is it the Al- is this really excitement because of what he did at Alabama? Yeah. 
Because it oh, can't yeah. be anything else, yeah. right? I mean, Florida Atlantic. I mean, there was some success there, but you know that that doesn't. What adds to it? Adds to his resume. What helps? Before he, he went he, to Tennessee, was he still in the NFL? He was at Oakland. He was Oakland. Well, he wasn't the head. I think he no, done think lost his head. Yeah, he was somewhere. somewhere. What I'm saying is, though, as I'm looking at everything that about Lane Kiffin, I'm talking about recent, not 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 in the past. I see the I see the owl recruiting video. That was and because somebody says, "Hey, he's going to be well," and then you see that you go, "Now he's we're not going to have this, are we?" Well, I mean, I mean, Rick, look at Rick, it, like it just seems it seems a bit of a risk for Ole Miss, given what happened to them last time. But again, they're getting the hop they wanted. Well, so. it, and don't miss why it fell apart last time. I what know, the topic was? That's I what I'm Rick, talking Rick, about. I know you are. I just wanted Guys, to say. What did we say? That's true. What did we say when Lane took the FAU job? He's got to go prove himself, right? Well, I think he's done that. He's done all he can do at AFAU. Yeah. He has. Yeah. He has. And it's been three years, right? So yeah. it is still taking a chance. It's risky. Kiffin is 44. But I think he's done what he's supposed to do in order to get this opportunity. And it will be his fifth head coaching job. He's only 44. That's amazing within itself that he's had an NFL head coaching job and these college jobs, and he's only 44. That's a pretty big progress. Yeah, he did go. He was head coach of Raiders 2007, 2008, and then he went to Tennessee in 2008. I still think Florida State's got the best coaching hire at this point out of Mike Norvell at Memphis. I think well, they stand it. Your phone calls are next. We'll talk to you about it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show as we make our way back. All right, so uh, phone calls coming in, and we'll take those now. The Lane Kiffin story—we talked about it. Uh, saw the heroes welcome there on the tarmac uh, and covered that. And a lot of you are calling. Um, a lot of you have the exact same comment, so it's just which one of you gets to make it first. Uh, and uh, so we'll go to Scott and Trustful since you're. We're in line on line two ahead of everybody else. But uh, some of you on hold, I, I think uh, Scott's going to take your comment, but we'll let Scott have it. Scott, go ahead. Good morning. Hey, buddy. I was just going to see if you guys caught it, the part where uh, right after they give Kip from the baby, there's a fan there that tells Kip to get a burner phone. Oh, my goodness. So that somebody says that from the crowd? Yeah, you can hear it if you listen closely. It's right around the time of the baby and <laughs> and all that, and somebody tells them to get a burner phone. Oh, well, oh. everybody's been saying that. <laughs> oh, yes, I didn't know it was in the crowd. <laughs> oh, my. Asheville, Alabama. Chris standing by. Chris, welcome. How are you? Hey, guys. You doing all right today? Good, We're great. Good. Hey, you had mentioned that he looked like an actor. I don't know if it's who you're talking about, but he looks like Daniel Tosh. And if you haven't seen some of the videos that Daniel Tosh has done, you'll want to edit them, of course. But, uh, yeah, he is very funny. How do you spell his last name? T-O-S-H? T-O-S-H. It shows Tosh.0 on Comedy Central. Like I said, don't play it on air, but okay. so, so he, funny. So, so it's a young guy. Lane Kiffin and his wife doing some interviews and stuff while he was in right. Alabama. That's oh, right. really funny. I've seen that. I actually oh, got okay. a text from our buddy. He, he, looks, control he really looks like thing. Lane Kiffin, yeah. Wow, he does. Okay, so he, <laughs> he made that – Boy, he does. Alabama. Yeah, he looks yeah. a lot like that guy. He may bump Andy for the role. Yeah, I'm, the afraid, I'm afraid Tim Robbins just got moved. Yep. This, this guy may be him. <laughs> 
Yeah, that guy looks a lot like him. So he would do videos as if he was him. Yeah, because I, I guess people I forgot all about that. That was at the beginning of that. Back it up and look at it again. He was that was him acting. Yeah, yeah I saw you that. Can't yeah, play yeah. the audio. Yeah, I'm no, not no. saying that. But uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Zach listening to WLAY. <clears throat> Zach, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Thanks, guys. How y'all doing this morning? Good, good. Uh, if you go back, I don't know if it's just I don't know who Daddy was or, or or what, but everywhere he's gone, he's always brought excitement. And uh, when you go back and you look when he came to Tennessee, he brought this excitement, this mentality of, yeah, we may not have as much talent as you, but we're going to go down and we're going to play you to the wire no matter what. And, uh, I mean, you look at, at that year that they took Alabama down the wire had not been for Barcelona, maybe win that game. And so he brings that, that mentality and that hype of we don't care, we're going to trash talk, you don't care if you're 10 times better than we are, we're not going to blow over and, and just not show up to the game kind of deal. Yeah, I, I, I guess he like he's a good track. football. Look, he, I'm sure he. I, it would be hard for me though. I, I mean, I, I'm just this guy, and this speaks, you know, negatively, negatively. How you say that? Negatively, negatively, negatively toward me. But I would have to be the guy sitting in the room. Said, "Now we do remember that USC left him at the tarmac, right? <laughs> yeah, and that what, did happen. He had to get, he had to hitch a ride <clears throat> uh, to yeah. get back to his hotel. We all remember that, right? So he, he didn't he didn't have that fan base. That in his defense. was he the Tennessee coach when Mount Cody yeah. blocked? Yeah, that's that? what he just yeah. said. Yeah. yeah, when he was at USC, you remember we had uh, what was what's the commentator Rod when we had the sports show Gilmore uh, Gilmore. He was on, and you remember what got Kiffin is they overhyped USC that yeah. year. You know they had just come off some sanctions <clears throat> and right. they had him ranked in the top five, right. yeah. and they just completely fell apart. But he told we had him on the show yeah. like he said that right there. He said that is that is completely. Right. He started listing reasons why. Okay, he said they are not a top five team, and he was right. Yeah, yeah. Before the disaster, somehow yeah, got before the, it got even the, happened, they got the huge hype on it that they were supposed to be back, and yeah. they had just come off sanctions where they had scholarship limitations. Right, yeah. you know, a few years before, and they didn't have the players. We continue uh, eight six six. We be big to Cindy in Montgomery I ninety two. Cindy, go ahead. Hey guys, please tell me y'all have heard the news conference where Lane was asked what Coach Saban was saying to him on the sidelines after one of the games where I mean Saban oh, yeah. was chewing him up and down. I haven't heard it's, it. No, it, it is it is it is the funniest. Lane Lane tells the the reporters. He said, oh, he was just saying, Lane, I love you. <laughs> Rick, we didn't see the footage. We saw the airplane, but we didn't see the pep rally footage. Wasn't we going to look at it, too? Pep rally. Yeah, for Kiffin. We were going to look at the uh, the tarmac. He, he was There's, asked about the tarmac experience, the last tarmac experience. Okay, well, they, there is a pep rally inside yeah, I somewhere. I didn't see that. I didn't. You really? need to see that footage, too. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, they are fired up. Yeah. I mean, you need to see Okay, let me have that. Yeah, there's the tarmac comment because he did have a tough time last time. Talk about the reception you received from the fan, fan base. Did you ever think you'd be kissing and hugging babies at the tarmac when you got off the plane? Um, a lot better than another tarmac experience that I had. <laughs> uh, See, is, that's why. That's why Lane. That's, <laughs> you can't, I watched you that whole. There's something. There, he always uh, looks like that. He. <laughs> I mean, look, I, this man <laughs> he this, looks like he's on a bender. Yes, every, every <laughs> time I see him, he looks like they, somebody went over and he was on the couch. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and woke him up, and he's sleeping one off, and they nudge him, said, "Hey, you got a press conference." <laughs> he does. Adler, see if you can find the footage of him coming on to stage at a pep rally. 
right after he got off the that plane. hype video though that, that it we, may have been he in falls the, right into that category yeah, you just the, when he did the owl recruit <laughs> recruiting yeah. he video, had a shirt on that didn't even fit <laughs> yeah it's like it was hanging over there like we have in our office <laughs> yeah. in our closet shirts we need if we get in a bind and somebody said put the shirt on remember we gotta shoot that video <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay oh, wait my. just a minute hang on just a second let me get my let me get my visor on <laughs> <laughs> remember his hair's all over his head it's just it's like it's like he he seems just like he's Surprised by the situation he finds himself in. I can't find the pep rally, but I have the owl recruitment video. If you guys want to watch, it. <laughs> I do. I want that. Can, can just I see it again? Yeah. Girl, can I see it? This is who the pep rally's for. Don't don't miss this out. Commit to the owl. Hey, Owl Nation. This is Coach Kiffin. His shirt. What an exciting time. Next week is National Signing Day. As we sign some of the best players in America. We need some of the best fans in America. So please join us next week for this exciting season to come watch the Owls have a great year and a championship run starting with you. Go Owls. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, that was some enthusiasm there. <laughs> P.J. Fleck doesn't know what he's up against. Listen, listen. When you look at him, you can tell he, somebody has worked on him with the Owl thing and they had to edit it because he goes – Go Owls. <laughs> yeah. You, know, he's like, you can tell he's looking to the guy, right? <laughs> this is it. it. Yeah. That's funny. But, but we'll see. Oh, that's but that's it. And that may just be his style, but he, he always looks a little unkempt. <laughs> uh, it's like I'm a little surprised by this. I thought I was by myself. Where did all y'all come from? Yeah. You know, what, what's these cameras about? And, uh, oh, man. But uh, but you know but, but you know what mm. it's going to add such great fodder oh, to yeah. being an oh, SEC yeah. football fan. Absolutely. I mean, we're missing Mike Leach, and we'd have a full hand. You realize that? Well, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, I like when the SEC is just full of characters. Yeah. And uh, there's there's the there's the is this the pet rally you're talking about, Bob? Um, let's see. That's not the angle I saw it at, but that looks like part of it. Yeah. All right, bottom of the hour. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. I know it's the gift-giving season. Uh, we've already given away gift number four today in the 12 working days of Christmas. But uh, never fear. Never fear. Uh, we have um, we have another gift coming up tomorrow. Here's a great gift idea, MyPillow.com. Boy, it, it, and I know you want to save some money. Nobody, nobody faults you for that. Go to MyPillow.com. You'll see radio specials there. Click on that. Boy, there's some good ones. Uh, you you want to take that uh, code Bubba with you as you go there. Here's some of the things that you can find. Here's an example. When you buy any set of their Giza Dream bed sheets or even their flannel sheets, you get another set absolutely free, plus everything in your cart will ship for free. Uh, so that that's with the promo code Bubba. Also use the promo code Bubba where it says radio specials. You'll save 30%. Right now on the Giza Dream Sheets, the mattress topper. They're awesome bath towels and hand towels and washcloths. Uh, also, don't forget, uh, you get the buy one, get one free, not just with the Giza bed uh, sheets, but also the premium pillows. So it's a great time for you to save some money and to get a deal right now at MyPillow.com. You want to get these before they're all gone. Uh, click on Radio Specials. Obviously, these specials won't last forever. 
there's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Shop now for those people on your Christmas list and give them the gift of any of the products uh, from mypillow.com. Just well, real quick, yeah. you want some of the uh, contract notes on yeah. Kiffin's yeah. contract? Yeah, sure. Four-year contract worth $16.2 million, total $3.9 million for next year. It's heavy with incentives for one hundred and fifty from uh, 150000 for the fifth SEC win each season to $1 million for winning the national championship. There's also various other incentives for bowl games, academic success, and more. He also gets $5.3 million to hire 10 assistant coaches and $2.2 million for strength and conditioning coaches and other administrative staff. You know, it's a lot when you arrive. I heard them interviewing uh, the new coach at Arkansas, and they were asking him in the press conference, because you know, everybody wants to ask you things, probably sound like somebody must have know, known this person. What do you think about the strength and conditioning coach? You're going you're gonna to stay with him? And the coach is like, look, I haven't even met this guy yet. Yeah. Uh, I, I just got here. I haven't met who's here. I don't know the situation, what's going on. You know, it's, it's really like a president taking over the White House. There's you got a lot of things you got to look mm, at, and I'm yeah. going to keep this person. I'm going to bring these people with me and – um, you know, you know who, who's leaving Florida Atlantic to go with him? Who's going to leave from somewhere else to go to where he is? Um, so anyway, there's a, there's a lot to do. Um, but we also have um, uh, Jim out of Athens. Jim, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Hey, this may be a huge step out, but I was listening to the radio yesterday. Careful. And the first two months of Ole Miss schedule – Check me on this now. Was Baylor one of the one of the directional schools from either Missouri or Louisiana, and then Auburn, LSU, Alabama, Vanderbilt, and then Florida? Mm. I don't know if Lane checked that schedule before he took the job. Yeah, you're right. He opens up with Baylor. Okay, all right, uh, and then he'll play Southeast Missouri Red Hawks, and then they'll they'll host. Uh, Auburn, they'll go to Baton Rouge next. Mm. Then they got the Tide right after that. Mm. And then Vanderbilt, Florida, UConn, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Georgia Southern, and Mississippi State. Wow, that's a tough Welcome schedule. back to the SEC. Well, that's 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 kind of a normal SEC West type schedule. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. You know, when you, you, you alternate those guys from the other side and you pick up Florida, it's tough right now. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd rather it be Vandy or somebody. Sure. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Vandy can't play everybody. Yeah, when you when you go over there and go, all right, so I'm over here in the West. Who, I, who do I got to grab from the yeah. East? I don't want Florida or Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, or you may not want Tennessee by next year. That three-week stretch, Auburn, LSU, Alabama. Goodness mm. gracious. Well, that's that. Hello. Well, yeah. Look, it's not going to happen in the first year. No. I mean, it takes- He'll upset one of them that he's not supposed to, and it'll fire everybody up. Now, Baylor's going to be a tough task right out right out the gate. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. That That's the bottom line on any of this. We'll see. Um, as far as making a splash, I think Ole Miss has done all they could do right now. There's no doubt that And they splash. have energized the fan base. No doubt about that. Rightly or wrongly, they have energized the fan base. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, let me ask you this. Now, that same fan base will go, <laughs> we'll least, turn on you in two hey, seconds. At least the people in Arkansas, they're going, who? Yeah. <laughs> Opening weekend. Are y'all fired up about Ole Miss and Baylor if this hire is not made? No, no. I'm not. No, of course not. Well, now, and now are. I can't wait yeah. for it. Yeah, you want to see what what Lane's going to pull out of his magic bag of tricks? Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Matt and Coleman. Matt, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? 
Hey, doing great, guys. Thanks. I was going to talk to you about the uh, Daniel Tosh deal. He apparently has two writers that work for him, and they are like Dickie Nadmire type people, and they drive him absolutely nuts with Alabama and this, that, and the other. And he forces them to write content about Alabama. So that's kind of where that goes and comes from. Yeah, well, it also seems like, though, that surely some, when Kiffin was rocking the visor next to Saban on the sideline and he's got his wide on like he likes it, the, it, during that time, surely somebody walked up to this comedian and says, "You realize you don't like the offense coordinator yeah. at Alabama." And then they said, and then that when he saw it, that that spawned uh, you know some bits that went along with it. Like I said, I'm I'm not that familiar with the guy, but I, I know he can get a little he's he's, he's he, he a little racy. Uh, let's go to um, also you talk about timing going the other way. Do you see this Dallas Cowboys story? So so here's the Cowboys, and you know they're they're not they're not where they want to be. No. And you know, and Jerry's, uh, you know, he's he's a threat to make some changes. Still shocked, except for on the head coach. Still yeah, shocked yeah. by that. Still shocked by that. Uh, has Jason Garrett got pictures of him? Uh, evidently, he does. So the Dallas Cowboys is he his son, and we don't know. Him. Right? <laughs> has anybody tested that? Yeah. Do we know? So Brett Mayer, the kicker for the Cowboys, uh, the Cowboys decided they would cut him, but their timing was was really really bad. It's like when they cut him, he was actually visiting sick children, like at Children's Hospital. I mean, it's, yeah, well, he's, well, he's missed some field goals, Rick. I understand. Uh, he went out doing something nice. Right. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. True. Said um, he, um, he was 20 for 30 on field goal attempts, got all the extra points. He missed 10 field goal tries and led the league and were uh, more than any kicker in a single season over the last four years. He did kick one at 63 yards, though, and, and that, mm-hmm. that kind of got everybody fired up. But Some 40 yeah. yards got missing. They're yeah. killing him. Yeah, undoubtedly he was visiting sick children along with his teammates uh, as they let him go. But, I mean, you know, he should go. He was – no matter what team he ends up playing for, if he gets another team. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's rough. You know, they, why, yeah. what's, what's right. NFL stand for? Not for long. Right. It's tough. It's tough. tough thing all the way around for everybody. Right. And, look – in, in all fairness, I know the kids, you know, are sitting there. So those are some tough situations. Of all the Cowboys that are visiting you that day, you're the least fired up about the kicker. I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, the kicker's here to see you. Yeah. I mean, have you noticed? Let's just call it. That's not the same thing. No, it's not. I hate to bring this up, too. Have you noticed how many teams now are making the Cowboys play in their blue jerseys? Mm-hmm. And the numbers when they play in the blue jerseys are nowhere close to when they wear the white. Because they've socked their own self out about yeah, it, like, like LSU. They like LSU. I tell you what, if I play LSU in the playoffs because they're outside that protection of the SEC and I'm the home team, I wear my white. I make them wear that purple. Oh, absolutely. No and doubt. you've seen that. We've messed with LSU fans before mm-hmm. at a convenience store. Mm-hmm. When they accidentally overheard me and Rick talking about they were going to wear their purple jerseys, they like to come unglued. They I'd never seen anything like it. And it's sad because it's got pretty good looking. Uniform. It is a good looking uniform. I think if you just wear it some and not let it be such a yeah. you know sight to you, yeah, get over that. Brian in Birmingham, because Rick, we know jerseys don't play games. Right? They, well, <laughs> yes, sir. There's something weird about jerseys. <laughs> I know. Hey, Brian, go ahead. Ask yes, Georgia. sir. I was just going to comment on the Taj Point thing. His uh, his resentment. Towards Alabama, I think I stated it to the uh, call screeners' hatred. That was probably a little a little tough, but his resentment stems from he is a Miami fan, and when Saban left Miami the way he did to go to Alabama, uh, he has a lot of resentment towards 
So then when Thanksgiving come there, then that started that, and I think that's probably where they realized how much he looked like him when uh, okay. when they started the skits yeah. for that. Yeah, well, you know, if you're a Miami Dolphin fan, I mean, it's been so long since there's been anything good happen. I Rick, mean, you, you have a record that no one else in the NFL can claim. Right. And you've also had some unbelievable misery over the years. Second only, maybe, to the Minnesota Vikings. You know, Helmsy shared with that 150 years of college football yeah. story with me. Shocking story that if Bear Bryant had taken the job with Miami, Don Shula would have never been the coach. Correct. And you'd never seen the, the undefeated season. Bear Bryant was offered He was the job. front runner and offered and nearly took it. And Alabama <laughs> might not have seen the six national championships they saw under Bear Bryant. Correct. And the other thing about this, this caller – if if Miami allows Nick Saban to draft Drew Brees, he may still be there today. Think about that, because that's why he ended up ultimately leaving. They, they went said with Dante no. Culpepper. Yeah, they said no. We're not allowing you because there was some injury well, stuff. And he yeah, said we can get through the injury. We need this guy, and he's turned out to be the one of the greatest of the all best. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where's Dante Culpepper right now? Yeah, thank you. He's Versus retired. Drew Brees. So if you want to be mad at anybody, be mad at the organization for not letting Saban draft Drew Brees. Take that, Tosh. And Saban kind of outlined he would be in charge at his next job. He wasn't sure going to answer to anybody else. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. I can't start another. You know, Helmsy brought up something in the break. Makes a lot of sense. You know, we do a broadcast uh, most every year uh, from a celebrity pro-am. Uh, that features a lot of coaches um, and players and athletes from around the country. And uh, normally, uh, matter of fact, when Hugh Freeze was there, uh, we interviewed Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze a couple of times when he was the head coach at Ole Miss. So, you know, old Rick and Bubba and the gang, we may get the interview, Kiffin. Hey, not only that, I, I'm uh, texting hey, Gene right now. He could be playing golf with him in less than six months. Think about it like that. No, this is easy. I'm going to just go ahead and text Gene right now. Bubba Rick. could be playing golf Easy. with Lane Kiffin in Damn. less than six months. That is a possibility. What I'm saying is he Bubba needs to put that request in and say, I yes. need an out clause, though. Because in six months, by the time we get there, you, you may not want to play with him. You know what I mean? Let, let, That's let, a good point. I'm just saying to have an out clause. I was about to compare it to no, something well, and I'd stop. He won't even have played a game. Doesn't matter. I'm, no, I'm not talking about right. games. No, he's not talking about that. I got, this has he's nothing to do with his... wins and losses. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, in his mind, it may still be wins this, and losses. This but... is, has, has that, I know there's been a move to a change in his life uh, in the things that matter. Uh, it's a process, just like it is for all of us. Yep. And uh, I'm just saying, I'd, I'd have an out clause in there if it was if it was. All right, I'll text Gene. We'll see if he okay. texts back. All right, so terrible story. I said, Gene, can I have Lane Kiffin at Regions this year? Early commit. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> put Thank dot. You. Put put Rick is. It says I should have an out clause. <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe Bob was playing with this guy. Gene Hallman will uh, laugh when he gets. Yes, he, he loves stuff. Like yes, that. he does. All right, so let's uh, let's not not a good story here uh, out of New wow. Zealand. This volcano thing. Good gracious, questions will be asked. Uh, why were people being taken taken up to this particular volcano as tourists? Because Bubba, you were saying they've been they were getting warned about it. Yeah, I, a lot of people. I saw some experts on TV going, "Why were we carrying tourists to this island where we have an active volcano?" And the experts that monitor this thing had said there had been rumblings and, uh, you know, some pressure buildup. And they, they were expecting it to explode sometime in the future. Of course, they don't know when. Sure. 
but um, they thought that it was rather foolish that they were out there to begin with. All right, so here's a package on the whole deal. Then we'll hit this one story involving an American couple that was on their honeymoon. Right. Sudden and deadly volcano erupting on an island in New Zealand. Americans feared to be among the missing tonight. The volcano sending ash soaring 12,000 feet into the air with no warning as tourists from all over the world were standing along its rim and climbing up its sides. Mm. And this video tonight from a boat that had left just minutes before the blast. Wow. At least five people killed and many still missing. Here's ABC's James Longman tonight. Look, tonight, a terrifying escape for tourists fleeing this massive volcanic eruption that came close to killing them. Watch the cloud burst across the water towards their speeding boat. Tour guides begging them to get to safety. Go inside, go inside. Go inside. The sudden eruption hit just after 2 p.m. on New Zealand's White Island. Volcanic ash spewing 12,000 feet into the air. 47 people were on the island when the volcano erupted, mm. some coming from a Look Royal Caribbean cruise ship. Oh, Look no. at this group of people inside the crater. Oh. This image taken minutes before the explosion. New Zealand officials saying at least five are confirmed dead. More than 30 were rescued, some severely burned. Several Americans among the missing. It is now clear that there were two groups on the island, those who were able to be evacuated and those who were close to the eruption. Tourist Michael Shade shooting this video. He just left the island with his family 20 minutes earlier. Capturing these images of a group huddled on a pier, no. desperate for safety. Oh. A wrecked helicopter visible in the ash behind them. Wow. The whereabouts of its passengers unknown. We do not believe anybody else has survived that explosion. Did you see that helicopter? Oh, no. in How about when you're on the, the helicopter you rode in on has been destroyed by the ash and all? And you're like, uh-oh, that's bad. That's hard. And here's, uh, here's some of the Americans, a Virginia couple. Uh, they actually were able to get a voicemail out to loved ones. Uh, sadly, I mean, good and bad news. Good news is they're alive. Bad news saying they are, they are burned, and they're, I guess, at the hospital. And they, they're trying to recover? Well, they left a voicemail yeah. uh, for loved ones saying that uh, they survived but were badly burned. Mm. So I, I don't I don't know how. Said the husband's around 80% of his body while the wife is about 25% of hers. Mm. Said his hands were so badly burned it was hard for him to make a phone call, she added. Mm. So um, so that that's a, that's that's a tough God, situation. Leave. Imagine sitting there enjoying the day and boom. How did he get burned? Do you think? How how does that? Just being so close to the explosion. Steam. Just the what? Steam. The steam, steam coming yeah. out. Oh of yeah, the steam. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt the steam. So uh, and it looked like that helicopter just got caught in all the ash and everything, and yeah. just it went down. How about when you look and there's the crash helicopter back in the? Well, did now? it crash or did it land to let them out and then it was covered and destroyed? No way to get off the island. Uh, you know, I don't know, but so it looked it, the, the propeller. Looked like it was bent, but that could have been. But it was sitting. setting up right, you know. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. See, I don't, that's the thing. We don't know all the details of that. Well, how about this? We know it's bad. It's bad either it's way. Bad Rick, you know what? Either way, that helicopter will not get you off the. No, island. it will not. Whether it already landed or, or not, but you're right. Some it, future civilizations going to find that buried and all that, and go, "Hey, what were they doing?" Well, and you heard really what they're saying right now. If if you got off the island, and even if you're hurt, you're one group. And then really the look at that right there. See that propeller? Yeah. Is well maybe that's the way it sits. Maybe they sat down there and it just or landed hard there yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, Rick, according to uh, 
some other information. White Island is New Zealand's most active volcano, mm. according to GeoNet. More than 10,000 people visit the volcano every year despite its active status. That may have been a bad call. It has previously erupted in 2016 and 2012 and December of 1975 to September 2000, which has been the longest historic eruption episode. But you know, every everybody there was saying, "Yeah, yeah, we know," but yeah. but not you know, not not, not to, us, not, not today. today. Yep, not today. I'm I mean, gonna go down easy. here and walk around the crater. Look, I've been up on these volcanoes before, and uh, in, anytime there's some steam stirring, it's it's not a good feeling. No, no, it's uh, see, I wanted to go see the one in Hawaii, but we didn't go over there. And I mean, it's flowing. I mean, you got lava coming out, flowing mm-hmm. on it. Well, we came down one on bicycles. I don't know what you know. They've got several, and then in Nicaragua. I actually were went up on one that like, like a travel bell in in Nicaragua. One day, one well, year, you, you mentioned two places: Hawaii yeah. and Nicaragua. Yeah, but the, uh, the but the so but the on two different occasions. One time we were able to go up to the volcano. The other time they wouldn't let us up there because mm-hmm. it was uh, a rumbling around, a lot of lot of smoke, a lot, lot not a lot of visibility. How about when that lava starts flowing? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot, mm-hmm. and it goes for years, Rick. It's I mean, it's good. not like it's a little bitty. You know, a little bitty amount. It's a lot. Well, I'll I quote, mean, it'll build an. It built those islands. You know. Yeah, I'll quote Jack Handy. If you drop your keys, baby, they're gone. Into molten hot lava. Hey, baby, they're gone. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> deep thoughts <laughs> ever. Very, very ever. <laughs> the video of it was precious. <laughs> so top of the hour. If you leave us, I want to see it. Have a great day. Thank you for being with us. If you got more Rick and Bubba today, we'll do a top of the hour break. We'll be right back. If you're getting ready uh, for the upcoming Christmas season and you want some Rick and Bubba gifts, don't forget rickandbubba.com. Shop the store. Items are moving. Grab yours before they're gone. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, Lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. It is seven minutes past the hour. Merry Christmas from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Helmsy, the real Greg Burgess, Eddie Van Adler, intern Curb Street, all here as we go forth. 25 years of the Rick and Bubba show, continuing to make a living off low expectations. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Put your hands together. Number 12 across his jersey, but he's always number one in your heart. Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba extravaganza, no matter what bad music you throw on it. Easy. I might have put us back in court. Uh, so, uh, Bubba, we, we, we start this hour. The Heisman finalists are, uh, are, are announced. 
No surprises here, Rick. No surprises, no surprises. here. Uh, Joe but, Burrows, but, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, and Chase Young. Well, you're like I have been, but I'm trying to fix it. I'm just we just keep adding that S to Burrow, don't we? But uh, but it's well, there's you know <laughs> yeah. this S thing. He's an S dropper and an S adder. Yeah. He does yeah. this. He's yeah. reckless with S's. He is. These are well, reckless. you know why the people are reckless with their spelling. They are honestly. Yeah, and, and yeah, they need to decide and go with S's or not. Well, they have decided, Bubba. You're the one that removes it and adds it. And no, I believe... it's all over the road. I think we ought to have a better, clear set of rules. <laughs> now, well, and we... I believe after a 13 game season, we ought to be locked in on what the man's name is. <laughs> yeah. I get it if it was week one. No, you're right. I, I but I just don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. Right. I don't. Know. Yeah. I, you know, really and then, you know, we've heard it said a lot to this point. No, I'm only he's, sensitive. He's on I'm only sensitive to one time when you misuse S's, and that's when you say Walmart. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. I know people that do that. <laughs> I have relatives. Everyone's that one stands out to me. <laughs> but know? but to Bubba's point, and I'm not talking about Is Burrow. Jalen Hurt or Hurts? Well, Hurts. Hurts. Yeah. Joe what? Burrow. Yep, and it's Justin Fields, not Fields. But what I would like to do is See, like like I'd like to I'm go. Glad with, it's not Chase Youngs. They got every, every yeah. S. Yeah, they got, they got all every scenario here. You a lot know. of S problems. I'd love to gather these families together. And I know that because at one and, time and you start with the Wood Woods crew. Because yeah, yeah. at one time you they were all way back. at one time they were all the same family, like the Bussies yeah. with the EY yeah, and the right, I. Yeah. And then I would just say, all right, all the, I want all the Wood and Woods people over here. Y'all got to be one or the other. We're gonna keep the S or we're gonna drop it. I like Woods. I'd rather have an S, uh, but it seems to flow a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if y'all want all to be Wood, that's fine. But we're gonna do. And, and then let me tell you, don't get me started on the Robinsons, Robertsons, and Robbie Sons. Don't yeah, get me started oh, yeah, on you people. Yeah. Yeah, y'all got to decide either be Robertsons, Robinsons. I, matter of fact, I want to kick. I want to kick out the Robinson. Robinson, that's just you. Yeah, you really Robinson or Robinson? No, there's there's Robinson. I know that's what I'm saying. Which one? Are I want to kick out the ones that have just the I without the N. Okay, the, right. the Robinson people. Y'all got the Robinson. Yeah. If, if we're gonna go down from, th- I got you. If yeah. we're gonna start narrowing it down, Robinsons go first, and then y'all got to be a Robinson or a Robertson. And then what and, about the Robertsons? And, and then, it's spelled two different ways, then, one with a T, one with a T. And then not. when we get down, I'm gonna I would like for all those in this group to move to Robertson with a T. I want all of you to be Robertsons. I don't like Robinson, Robison, Roberson, Robertson. Everybody get under one heading. If I if I was king of names, yeah. that's what I would say. Okay. You know, and, and, and you know, these Do you people. think there was a helm and somebody added an S to yes, Helms? Probably. Never thought about this, Rick. Yeah, so Michael Hamm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here we go. All right, but let's you get never know. let's get down. Here's the big story, and we talked about this. Uh, of of the finalists, we have three portal transfer quarterbacks, which means these three men that will be considered to win the Heisman Trophy all have their teams in the Final Four, and they were in one of two categories: they weren't getting to play, or they were removed from playing. They either lost their starting job, or they never got it. And they are three finalists for the Heisman, and all three of their teams are in the Final Four. No disrespect to the coaches, because they all made the best choice they could at the time. Sure. But when you lay down at night, you have to think, and it has to be somewhat funny to you, I I would not play a Heisman Trophy winner. (laughs) I, no, it's funny. You you have to say that, that we that if you just say you're you're one of them's best friends and you go on fishing trips and go hey hey. Well, don't forget what if it's you double? Bet you wouldn't play the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Has some good coaching. No, don't 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 forget this. Don't forget this. That's what this group would sure. do. No, let's give a double whammy. Not only did I sit the Heisman Trophy finalist, his team's in the Final Four. Mine isn't. Right. Right. So uh, so I wasn't letting him play, and he's taking another team to the Final Four and is up for the Heisman. And we're sitting at home, and our well, and our quarterback's not up for a husband. 
and can make an argument. I know we don't want to go. You can make the argument that if he was there, you would be in it. I think, and I look. I let me say this before I. I you say, know, you see what I'm saying. I'm not. You there, take Tua out of it. I'm take. I'm not. Don't even, don't don't I, take Tua and put him over here. I'm, he's t- not even a part of the tide. No, he, he's not. here's the one you have to really look at is Georgia. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. that. that that's the hardest one to look at. Yeah. Because would Georgia be better off if they had gone with Fields over Fromm and they were still had Fields at the ham? But see, Fromm, they saw him every day at practice, and for some reason yeah, they – And Fromm, Fromm was, was winning for them. He was playing good yeah, at the time. Fromm, talking long-term, Fromm has know, ended up not being as good as Fields. I'm just talking about if, 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 if you stayed with it. I understand at the time yeah. no yeah. coach is saying, let's play the quarterback that's not as good. Right. That, that doesn't produce. But you have to wonder about the evaluation process. But throw out and, and the fact with Fields, they never let him throw. You know, he'd get in and yeah, run. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me. And now he's throwing the ball all over the field. Yeah. He had 40 touchdown now, passes. I mean, mm-hmm. Back to the Bama thing. If you throw the injury out, two is better than Hurts. No, I, I said throw Tua out of it. Yeah. He's not even but there. But I'm saying, there's I'm, I'm saying there, yeah, there's yeah. situations. That example no, is not a good one. Yeah. Now, Burrow. Yeah. You know, he, he wasn't going to start, so no. he left. He's riding. All, all I said was Hurts could spot? be in this same spot with a different team if Tua is not there. Fields got his spot, didn't Because he thought he was next in line after Haskins left. Yeah. And when Fields transferred, he, he was assumed he was going to be the starter, so he left. Yeah. So, really, Ohio State had two Heisman finalists. Well, I heard, I heard uh, Urban Meyer talk about this yesterday. He's the one that actually recruited Burrow, and he said that Burrow was uh, um, up against basically Haskins, and Burrow hurt his hand and had to sit out a little yeah, bit, and that's what hand. ended up yeah. ca- costing him. And then because of Haskins, and there was another kid there too that did really good, uh, he was like the third string at that point, and so he just decided – he said that we hated to see him go. But in all fairness – Burrow is better this year than even last year, and that yes. o- and that, yeah, offense, no and that offense coordinator has a lot yeah. well, to do that's they, this. They're this using style, their skills. Yeah, right. This style fits him better. Well, and he seems so to be just more athletic this year and than guys, he was last year. He's already graduated. I think he'd already graduated before he got there. They said I think he had like one online class. All he did was stay out and watch film and right prepare to play football. Right. That's you know. That's all. Was it, was it Ohio State visit when he went up there? They were talking about you know mm-hmm. most of the time they come and they tour the. Or did we talk about that? Did I yesterday? And instead of going out on the town and seeing the place, he stayed in the film room with the coach he was talking to for like three yeah, hours. Really? Yeah. I hadn't heard that. No. Yeah. His parents tried to buy him an iPhone, new phone, and he's got. He still has like the iPhone five. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't need a phone. Y'all leave me alone. That's a distraction. He was like, I don't need a new phone. Don't Maybe if I win the Heisman going to the NFL, y'all can get me a new phone. But until then, right. I want to keep my iPhone 5. Focus guy. It's fine. Yeah, yeah he, he, He's got a goal, and he's trying to see it through. And the thing that impresses me the most about Burrow, because you never know this, the son of a gun can take a hit. Yeah, yeah he can. He's tough. Well, he's a, yeah, big, he's guy, a big guy, too. The yeah. guy from Central Florida that drilled him last oh, year my in that goodness. bowl game. Yes. I mean, he's a, on a pick. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought Lolly, well, that's it. Yeah. And he got up. So, anyway, we'll see. I think Burrow should win the Heisman. I think he's probably, if you, because the Heisman really is just based on one season. Yeah. What is Justin Fields? Is he just a sophomore? Uh, how does it all play out? Because he was a freshman and then he didn't have to sit uh, out. He didn't have right? to sit out a year. Yeah, he's, but he, he had a special circumstance. Yeah. They've, but but the he got portal, a pass. He did. Yeah. So, but he's just but, a sophomore, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, he'll, you'll, you'll see him. He'll be a front runner next year just starting out. Just well, because he was in this it, it's group. it's hard to figure out because this is something that was sent to me the other day and this was talking about a juco guy because some of this stuff's hard to figure out now especially with all the different things he's an offensive lineman 
And uh, and he said this in an interview, and and I don't know if he just doesn't know math or is it, or do we not understand this? He said that it's real important because I'm a JUCO guy. Talking about where he goes next, I already got two years gone, my red shirt year gone, so I've only got three left. <laughs> is wow. he is he majored in math? Or? No. That is a, <laughs> There's no telling. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. You would think he'd be okay, except that he said his red shirt year is gone too. I get the two years yeah. gone, right? Yeah, and the red shirt year. How can he say his redshirt year is gone, which means that means he wouldn't have five, but he's still coming up with a number five? Unless that was or does a he medical redshirt or something. Does he mean to? he's going to take that redshirt year and sit out, and then it'll be gone, and then he'll have – well, he still should only have two know, years. Right. Here's his quote. I don't get it. Can't follow. I'm a, I'm a JUCO guy. Already got two years gone. My redshirt year gone, so I only got three left. He he could have it could have only been one year at a JUCO, so you could do that, right? But don't you have to graduate from a JUCO to go to Division One? I, I don't, used to. They I don't think so. They Is he telling so. us that he was redshirted his first? Did JUCOs ever redshirt? I don't know. You really can if you only got two years. right? You can, you can. I really? think you can. Yeah, but you if you do use it. it then, you don't have it when you if you go correct to Division. And you one. have the option well, medical redshirt and a redshirt. Or did he just mean to say two? And he said three. He may have. That may be it. Uh, we'll He's be- at a Juco for a reason. They may not know math. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour. Uh, if you're holding, we'll take phone calls coming up the bottom of the hour. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll chat with you at eight six six. We be big. Uh, may have time even in this segment, but. Um, we have a Bubba, a uh, Your America. These are the days of America, walking together through the land. Uh, Missouri, we have a Missouri mom who says she defends her son for beating up a school bully. And uh, she put it in a viral post. You know what she says, Bubba? Problem solved. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we got to the end of our rope with this bully. Nobody would do anything about it. We told our son, look, you're going to have to defend yourself, and the son beat down the bully, uh, and a mother is not apologizing for it. Uh, she said uh, there comes a time when you have to fight back. Uh, she p- posted a picture of her son. He's been suspended from school for beating up the kid that had been tormenting and bullying him since middle school, but rather than being upset over her son's behavior, she's far from it, not even a little bit. She said, I know as a parent I'm supposed to be upset with him for resorting to violence or getting suspended, but I have to just be honest with you, I'm not. Uh, When a kid has constantly threatened to beat up my son, along with several of his friends, the school did nothing. Uh, When this kid followed my son down the hall, threatening him again and making fun of him, and it was all captured on video, the school still did nothing. Uh, She said, uh, so there comes a point uh, when my son was tired of being bullied, and he finally defended himself and for that i am not uh, i'm not uh, mad at him i'm not apologizing uh and said uh, he depended on adults to step in and do what they're supposed to do and they did not uh so he did something himself three punches and his bully screamed like a baby uh, his minion friend shut up and this morning the bully won't even look his way problem solved how about that so she says look i tried all the avenues that we're supposed to try and nothing happened. 
So you either live in a world you either live in a world where your son is bullied and tormented every day for the rest of his time in the school, or the kid says, "Well, I'm just going to tell this guy I've had enough." Today's the last day. Today, today is what I consider to be the last day. Well, you know, we hope that this story is accurate. If it is, it's kind of a feel good story. Hey, the bully got his due. Yeah, and it don't always work out that way. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't always work out that way, and you you assume the facts are correct. We don't know. Yeah, this uh, is a Fox News story, and then you got to be careful that the enforcer doesn't become the next bully. No, you're right, and so I don't know uh, whether this is uh, actually the way it 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 went. We're all hoping it is, but we've talked about this on the show before. Is when you set up these systems, the problem we're running into, and we and this is the bigger problem, and and who knows how this went, but the bigger problem is this: it's it's almost as if we're we're afraid to punish people that need punished anymore. Uh-huh. It's like you, and and then you get people where they feel like they're they're left with no other recourse. You know, on one end, which I agree with, and this may I know we joke around on the show, but I honestly do. I think you know being a vigilante should be a last resort, and it is not preferred or is it encouraged. But you'd rather it be handled in a law and order way. You really would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to have to resort to this stuff, and and I'm being completely serious about that. And and it would be a last resort. But but if this story is accurate, and we will use an if, and I think that's wise because so many stories aren't these days. But if this story that's being reported is accurate. Uh, it sounds like that they did exhaust everything that you were supposed to do, and in their opinion, nothing was done. Um, but you know, somehow I, I don't know. You know, that, like we've said before on on the program, I think instead of us creating an environment that's supposed to be um, discouraging <laughs> bullying, of course we call everything bullying now, right? Uh, and uh, but I'm talking about real bullying, right? The real thing. Not- it sounds like to me we are actually are encouraging it because there's really no fear if you're a bully. Because first of all, if I'm a bully, am I a kid that's at school? Do I really care if I get suspended? No. So no. really what I'm doing no. is I go out and pick on people I want to pick on. Yeah. And I know if they respond, they're going to get in trouble too. So they have to they have to decide whether they want to get in trouble too because of this zero tolerance garbage, which is better known as weak leadership. And uh, and and then they go well. If I get in a fistus cuff with this guy uh, or her, whatever the case may be, they're just going to get in trouble just like I am. Yeah. Uh, so I don't care. So I'm just going to keep on doing it. But there was a time called leadership when if if children or adults behave this way, the person who the person who was actually guilty, meaning I'm picking yeah. on people and I'm messing with people and threatening people that haven't done anything to me. That person would be punished, even if a fight did break out. They would say, witnesses would say, "Look, this guy's been slapping him in the back of the head, knocking his books out of his hand." Yeah, this guy uh, take, started. Yeah, this guy started it. This other guy is, is, has been was not the problem. And then the person who wasn't the problem stayed at school, and the person who caused it got in trouble. But see, under zero tolerance, the bullies have nothing to lose. All right. Yeah. Because you're actually doing them a favor. Yeah, because they're thinking. Yeah, it's, it's probably less likely anybody's going to fight back because they know if they do, they get in trouble. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure that we've created the environment. It doesn't look like it everywhere I turn. Everybody's talking about bullying now. Uh, of course, some of it's not bullying, but I mean, but it right. seems to me if I'm a bully, there's never been a better time to be one. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, because nobody can really do anything to you. 
And then and, I'm, and I'm, they know that. That's why you're seeing it more and more. Well, and, and then you get in a bind. You go, well, just turn it in, and we'll try to punish the bully before you have to fight him. Well, if this story's accurate, and I'll say if, looks like they did that. But then what do you run into? Can you really punish somebody for, for what he's doing? Well, we see here he's doing that or doing that. I get. I, I don't know. Undoubtedly, didn't meet the criteria, or he would have been punished, right? I guess. So I don't know. I, I just uh, I think we need to get back to. I'm going to be a true leader at a school, and I'm going to hand out punishment to those that are guilty, and I'm not going to hand out punishment to those who are not. And I'm going to take. And you will learn the school song. That's right. How about this? And I'm going to put the effort in leadership. I'm going to put the effort in to actually get to the bottom of this and punish the right people. As opposed to, I'm in here, you know, trying to put together my March Madness pool because I know it's zero tolerance and whatever comes in here, I'm just going to say everybody gets three days. That's not leadership. That's lazy. And it's certainly not justice. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go, 30 seconds of pop, largest number of people, shortest amount of time in this segment. So plenty of lines available. Well, they're, they're filling up fast, so why don't you make the move now? Herb Street, he'll take care of it for you. He'll line you up and get you ready to go. He's focused and ready. Compassion International. We're looking to get at least 100 children sponsored before Christmas directly through this show with the Rick and Bubba Army, and you guys have always responded so well. Uh, when it comes to children all over the world that need help, Compassion International uh, has over 60,000 kids that are still looking for sponsors. Uh, we're trying to put a dent in that uh, as best we can. We're about halfway there, so we got 50 kids sponsored directly through the show. Let's, let's get another 50 before Christmas. It's not a lot of money every month, and, boy, that money makes a difference. And then, of course, you get updates on how the child's doing. You, you can use your, you and your family get together, get to know the child. Really a cool process. Then, And with Compassion International, There'll be a local church always involved uh, that they'll be working through. There'll, there'll be a pastor that you'll get letters from as well to let you know about the spiritual health of the child, not just the physical help. So uh, if you uh, if you'd like to, you know, to to do a one time gift to Compassion International, even if you can't sponsor a child, maybe you would like to help others who maybe you know just you'd like to just come and say, oh, "Here's a one time gift for me." This at least will help for a short period of time. Or if you'd like to do. Um, you know what we really need you to do, and that's to sponsor a child going forward long term. Anyway, you can uh, uh, you can you can call eight five five two nine three twenty three twenty three. Mention that you're part of the Rick and Bubba family, or go to compassion dot com slash bubba, and they'll know if you use that URL. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, to the phones we go. Here we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Uh, let's go to Byron Wood, singular. Uh, Byron, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey, man. Monkey grass. Thanks for the call, buddy. Yeah, I was just listening to you, and you was talking about the plural names and everything. Yeah. I just want to let everybody know that, you know, my name is Wood. There's a lot, not woods. There's a lot of trees and limbs out there, but there's only one strong stump, and that's me. But with my age, I'm starting to rot just a little. Yes. <laughs> He's got the whole whole thing down. Yeah, he got that's the fun. whole world in his hands. He's got the whole Let's go to Jason world. in Florida. Jason, 30 seconds. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. I love you guys. Thank hey, you. I, I can't listen to uh, Bubba talk about 
how terrible it is to be a Vikings fan anymore. I grew, I grew up around Tampa, and I've been a Buccaneers fan mm. my whole life. So, but you do you do have a Super Bowl. You won a Super Bowl, sir. Yeah, that's true. We've sprinkled in a few good years, but uh, hey. when I was a kid, I can remember going to the games and people leaving their tickets on their uh, windshields. <laughs> When they came back, there was more. <laughs> Jason, you won a Super Bowl. You can't even have a discussion with a Viking fan. Well, that's true. The only people can really have a discussion with us is Buffalo. <laughs> that's right. To Fort Payne, Alabama. We never could get Buffalo in the Super Bowl. Everybody else did. Not the Vikings. Not the Vikings. No, we played every dynasty at their peak. Well, Thank may- you very much. Maybe this year. Bill's doing pretty good. Uh, let's go to Jack and Fort we'll Payne. we probably lose that one. Jack, go ahead. Hey, guys, you know, regarding the spiritual aspect of the world, I, I can't help but think that there is a spiritual aspect to the reason that Jalen Hurts has been blessed. And, you know, I think about some of these other fellas, like, let's face it, guys, Nick Saban's not a very godly man. And, and to be honest with you, I don't know about Tommy Tuberville and some of these other coaches, but uh, you can't help but wonder if God's not smiling upon uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. And, heck, he probably would have smiled on Tim Tebow. Well, yeah, that's that's that bad theology that yeah, you don't yeah. play don't play games with that theology. You, you think that somehow Tua Tungavaloa is not devoted enough to his faith, and when Jalen hurts the year that he got replaced, was he not devoted enough to his faith that year? Yeah, but, gotta but, be careful. But, with but that. this year he is, and some Tua's done something that made God mad. Uh, that's bad theology. Uh, so it's uh, and it is not biblical. 866, we be big. And you know what? If you look at the Bible, you know one of the things you see there, and there's times in a fallen creation that it appears on the on a worldly standard that the evil prosper. Sun comes up, <laughs> rain falls on the good and the bad. Yep. yep. We continue, uh, and, uh, and if Jesus is talking about this tribulation we're going to face and we need to always have peace because he's overcome it, uh, why is he talking about all this tribulation that will come if it's not going to come if we do something right, say a certain prayer, act a certain way? Uh, or claim something or name something. Uh, and certainly the Apostle Paul was not able to get around it. Maybe he didn't have enough faith. Uh, 866, anybody prepared to say that? Uh, not according to the end of his life. Didn't look like it. Uh, so uh, let's go to uh, David in Hoover. David, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? Good. Hey, uh, real quick on Lane Kiffin, I think the draw for Ole Miss on him is he's an offensive guy. And, you know, they've got that, I think he's a freshman quarterback, John Rice Plumley. Just go back and look at him running on that LSU defense. I mean, he's. I'd be excited to get a hold of that kid too if I was an OC type guy. And, um, and then, you know, Kiffin put forty nine on on UAB's top fifteen defense this past weekend. But at the end of the day, the best thing about all this coaching carousel thing so far for me is that five thirty this morning, Bill Clark was in his office. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Plumley kid's a better baseball player than he is football player, and and I don't know that he's going to have access to him like he thinks he is. If that's the case. Bruce in Nashville. Bruce, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about it? Hey, did y'all know y'all's YouTube ain't working? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Facebook Live hey, I, today. Yep. Checking other options. I, I called up there Saturday during that podcast. Nobody answered the phone. <laughs> so, question, yes. I've always wondered, if you have 10 lines, how do you take the 125th caller or the 50th caller? I've always wondered that. And the other thing is somebody suggested ditch the bed music to get around it. Do not do that. That makes the show. That's a game changer. Do not ever ditch the bed music. That, that, I love that part of the show, and you do too. So 
Okay, yeah. Well, how do you do the calls is there's 10 lines, and you go through them. Say if it was 100, you'd go through the 10 lines 10 yeah. times. Just hang up on them, and then somebody else dials in yeah. that spot. The then, calls are coming in so fast, yes, you go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10. By the and time they're I, full again. By the time I get to three, after coming off one, one and two are already full again. Yeah, yeah. So they come in that fast. So we're, we're counting uh, ten, a group of 10, uh, but another group of 10 replaces them within – I don't even know if there's a time to yeah, use it. Real it's less than a second. It is. It's real fast, Rick. Yeah, it's really, really. So that's how. It's that's really, how, really that's fast. how we do it, and that's how all people do it. Like if they're if you're listening to a show that uh, has got a hot rack and DJ, I'm going to call in number nine. Uh, <laughs> usually they've got maybe three lines, maybe sometimes four, and they do the same thing. So it, it's uh, you just keep going through the banks over and over again. You count it in order as they come in, and then uh, the bed music. Uh, bed music. Um, you know it. I will say this. I, I enjoy having the bed music. Um, I, I don't think I would sacrifice the content of the show for the sake of bed music. Yeah. Uh, but we're willing to do what we need to do to keep bed music as soon as someone would tell us what that is. To me, it's not the, the bed music's good, but the theme music for different things, too. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's where you start really tampering with content. Here so. comes Mojo. Here comes Mojo. I'm not going to say it. Please Never, don't. I'm not going to say it. hold it. I'm not going to say anything. You want to turn off the mics? Will that, make, will that lessen the <laughs> That will. That, but I'll still yeah. say it. That'll Mojo, and Mojo yeah, will know but, it. Yeah, but that Mojo doesn't will hear it. Huh? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Mojo will hear it. What if I text it to Forgot you? Forgot you were here. Will Mojo see the – If Mojo could hear us talking about it, Mojo can read my text. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Bo. How about Rick? It's just best not to say it, buddy. You have to ask Ryan Greenwood. He's the Mojo expert. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I got. Yeah, we got to find Ryan a job. He's critiquing everything on the show every day by the second. Uh, Gracie in Alabama. Softball season's coming. That's right. Gracie, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good. Um, Monkey grass, my dad is sending in the golden seat tickets with his best friend. He's the one who gave you all the softy ball shirts. Oh, yeah. We're about to end it. We're about to talk to them when we say hello to the golden tickets. They brought us shirts again this year. And some letters. And some some letters. Gracie, did you write us a letter? Oh, he she's did. the one. She's the fourteen-year-old that text. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the younger your siblings wrote us letters that I'm holding. Yeah. Yeah. And well, we thank you. We haven't read them yet, but thank you. Yeah, we got more stuff coming in again this year. They're the ones that gave us the. I, you know, if you want to see a head turn, there's two two shirts you can wear, and they're kind of on two ends of the spectrum. You can wear the Rick and Bubba shirt. Jesus loves you, and I'm trying. Mm-hmm. And that will you'll watch people's eyes draw in. If you wear the shirt they brought last year, there ain't no balls like sausage balls. I know, balls. my red, well, I love that That, that delicious holiday treat. Did that one, the ones brought yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and they brought more this year. I know, I saw so, that. Yeah, this, I like that's that. it. So. I'm trying to check that other box. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, uh, watch. Uh, <laughs> that's a tough one to check in. So there, there's a Christmas list on the shirt. We'll show it to you all here in a minute, those of you that can see it. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Mobile. John standing by. John, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? I'm doing quite all right. I just wanted to say something about that uh, bullying and stuff. Yeah. You know, I bullied when I was in school. Went for years because I wasn't allowed to fight. But mom and daddy, once I finally had enough of it and spanked their hind ends, I didn't deal with it no more. You know what? It was like a coward of the county. He took on a bully. Everyone he, considers oh, I thought he, it. I, I thought he was fighting his mom and dad. I mean, I, no, I, I no, thought he, his mom no. and dad bullied him. His mom and dad wouldn't let him fight the Right. Boys, oh, so. okay. And he said eventually he was willing to. Okay. He take the spanking yeah. to solve the bully situation. Everybody. Consider right? him. I think he beat his dad You're all over it. So he beat his dad up. No, that's not what he said. Everyone <laughs> considered him. 
the coward of the county. So, remember that great song. <laughs> yeah, but as we said, remember, guys, and there's been some, you know, just remember that TV shows and storybooks and movies are not the way the real world always looks. Yeah. Usually the bully's pretty good at fighting. That's how you got to be a bully. Sometimes you can rise up against a bully and he's to beat you up anyway. Yeah. But, but, but I mean, but yeah. still. It, it, there's, and then you're still bully. There, there's a principle. And you got a busted lip. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you got a spanking for being in the fight. Yeah. Sure. I told you all the great line that I heard my roommate, who weighed 300 pounds and could handle himself when he accidentally spilt something on my friend. And my friend said, hey, watch where you're going when you drink there. And he said, hey, big man, I ain't afraid of you. And he said, well, that still didn't mean you know I can get your butt whooped. <laughs> but he didn't say butt. But. And the guy kind of realized, he goes, well, just because you're not afraid of me don't mean you're going to win. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Right, here we go. Nine minutes now to the top of the I hour. Rick and Bubba show. Golden ticket seats. I got a ticket. Kyle Berry's here. Kyle, first come. Hey, what's up, brother? Glad you're here with us today. Davidson Granberry is also here with us today. Andy Bush. Andy is here. Ryan and uh, Johnson. Right there. What's up, Ryan? Oh, and a happy anniversary today to the Jacksons. Jerry and Doris Jackson married 34 years today. One, two. Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my Everybody here today takes home the brand new Rick and Bubba double CD, 25 big ones. They'll also take home a pound of BuzzBox coffee. Talked to BuzzBox yesterday. They say the gift baskets are roaring out. Uh, They're great gift ideas, and 10% of those sales go to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund as well. Uh, If you could get your orders in, it's probably about the same for the Rick and Bubba store too, uh, around December the 18th. Uh, you probably don't want to get much beyond that if you need something to arrive by Christmas. So let me make a note of that. And, Bubba, uh, we were talking about Andy Bush and Ryan Johnson. They've been here before, uh, and today they brought us so much food. As a matter of, did anybody else in the Golden Ticket Seats bring food other than them? Uh, they, they, brought, I mean, they brought a spread. They got Good sausage there. balls in there. There's some venison. Uh, meatballs, uh, made cheesecake from, balls, cheesecake balls. There, there's some kind of Oreo balls. Oreo, Oreo balls. balls. Kind it's, of a ball thing. It is. There's balls everywhere. Play ball. And, and uh, there ain't no Play balls ball. like sausage balls. And their sausage balls were fantastic. And last year they brought us that shirt. And today, Bubba, they brought us letters from their children. Well, and they brought us shirts. Shirt. They brought us shirts. Shirt. So we have to look at that. But I appreciate the uh, the daughters, Gracie, Ella, Lily, and Maddie. Who all sent us a note? Now Gracie text hers. Yeah, uh, I was I enjoyed all of them. I was laughing here at Lily. She said, uh, she said, I know that uh, unicorns are not real, but I like them anyway. Okay, there you go. Well, so we cleared uh, that up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so some great, some great notes here. Thank you, girls, for writing. It was so so. Did nice you know there's one unicorn that is actually alive? Really? That's the Norwal. They call it the unicorn of the deep. Now, Rick, we, mm. we got these That's shirts. In, um, and, and one of them Christmas specials. And I don't know if you have described it properly. It has Santa on it. Yeah. And uh, there's a list there. There ain't no. And it, and it has uh, the Christmas list. And it, they have already checked sausage balls. Yes. And then also on the list, 25 more years of Rick and Bubba. 
Yes, yeah. so that'd be nice. Now, Rick, on the on the shirts that the, that the guys have got on, they actually have some more written on the back. I don't. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, come up here, here and, and what they've done is they put on the back of theirs historic moments of the last yeah, twenty five years. Well, I don't think they phrased it that way. It is celebrating twenty five <laughs> years of political incorrectness. Uh oh, aka comedy. Uh oh, and it covers quite a few topics here, Rick. I'll just read you a few of them. Nikki's. Mm. Uh, slow class. Oh yeah. Uh, oh no. Crooked little man. Keith Sweat and the family band. Nopey. <laughs> uh, Chaz or Bubba. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Willie and Wanda. Bubba's butt. <laughs> uh, you know, and it goes on. Bubba's butt. There's Big Chief Devil's Lettuce. Yeah. So they're just saying anything uh, we've said that would be deemed, d- yep. deemed politically. Big Mama won't won't. Yep, there it is. James right. Canup. So it's a, it's a very specialized <laughs> list. Yes, it's, it is. It's things that that's precious. They probably upset somebody somewhere. Yeah, somebody was very unhappy with that, but a lot of us laughed. Yeah, that's on each good. one of those. Yeah, that's good. That's Yankee doing your homework, dog, right? Speedy's GLMs on there. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's well, good. Got to be over greeter on there somewhere. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. It's oh, you missed list. one. Well, look, there's the, there's the one to the people who have snakes. When's the last? Oh, how yeah. long have you been worshiping yeah, Satan? How long have you been worshiping yeah. Satan? Yeah. Hadn't used that line in a while. No, that's good. Uh, Phil Marshall Van Buren. new haircut. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Widow's point. <laughs> Eddie Munster's mad about it. <laughs> Why did y'all turn this on me? I don't know. I like the way hey. he's rounded it off. Uh. Hey, Mr. Helms, uh, welcome back uh, for your haircut. What'd you go for this time? I'll take POW. Yeah. <laughs> So, He's rounded it off to the point now. I don't know if I'd fish off of it or not. <laughs> I know it. I don't think it's holding them like it was. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Man, that, that yeah, very that awesome. So Good much. job, That guys. is so yeah. nice. And if you didn't get any snacks in the golden ticket seats, it's not because we don't have them. Yeah, They're back there. And, so. and tell the Johnson girls, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Very nice letters. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's awesome. great. I love letters like that. It's funny. <laughs> Uh, so so anyway, if, if look, and I want people. We say this all the time. When you come to the Golden Ticket Seats, now it's free. You don't have to pay for it. Now, but don't feel obligated to bring stuff like people right, do. I right. mean, it may be uncomfortable, like these people today that realize they didn't bring us anything. Yeah. Uh, but you know, and you see other people bringing all kinds of stuff. But there's no reason to do that. Right? We're not asking anybody to do it. It's a problem it's, to have to haul all that from wherever you yeah. came from. Yeah, but sure. uh, you know, sure is good. But right. I mean, you, you end up on the show. People make a fuss over you. But, yeah. Sure. I mean, it's uh, it's it, but it's all you all. You're right. Sure. Oh, love yeah. this time of year. Yeah, and I noticed that you, <laughs> you seem to. You act like it's different than any other yeah. time of yeah, year. Well, year. we see more sausage balls. People this time do step it up. Yeah. They do. They do I think you up. see a, a slot. Increase. Yeah, we don't eat much any other time. But yeah. you seem like those Oreo balls <laughs> seem to got your attention pretty good. Well, those are good. They might have, they, hey, listen. These these uh, cheesecake. Well, I guess that's what it is. That's good. Tear you up. I'm gonna tell you, Greg is not your friend, Bubba. I've lo- I've noticed so you I've noticed so you know you know how people have drinking buddies you got an eating buddy and his name is Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not his friend. Look, Look he's down in the ball. He's down in the ball. <laughs> Bubba, don't doubt it. You make it never get back up. How many timeouts? Stopping the clock. It's like you know how you look for that friend that'll just let you let you run. There he is. Yeah, well, that's the one. Right Greg there. likes to eat more. Than I, I just want Bubba. He just be shows happy, up right? on me more. I just like Bubba to be happy. That's all. I, that's what I'm here. <laughs> for. I try to stay that way. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the, the uh, 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 you, you know what I was thinking next year, honestly. How many more timeouts? Because <laughs> you want, I mean, you could go really. They got uh, one. I'm, I'm going to tell you this, honestly, Bob, and I mean this serious, straight up. You And you could probably even grow it and not even have to get a fake one. You'd make a good Santa. 
Oh yeah, you were. I looked at your picture. You ever thought ne- about that? I looked at your picture next to Santa yesterday, and you yeah. look more like Santa than he did. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate it. And uh, I, I think you get that gig at Bass Pro Shop. Hey, <laughs> hey, how about this? Hey, you're jolly. You probably can tell I don't really like sit-ups that much. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you hated them before, yeah, they're awful. Well, <laughs> now awful. they're. They're off if I ever get up. <laughs> if you can do one now, I'd like to see it. <laughs> it's a semi scrunch. <laughs> right, right. I have to throw my arms. <laughs> get going. <laughs> that dead stop for us. Oh, buddy. Mm. They're just absolutely terrible. So there it is. Thank you all for being hey, with us. Hey, out of time. How about that? Hey, Bubba, you made it. You down the ball? I can't yeah. stop the clock anymore. No. The. Uh, we uh, Hems, get behind me. I'm in victory formation. <laughs> we'll Leave catch my guard you. back there. <laughs> if you're wrapping up time, don't forget gift number five tomorrow on the Rick and Bubba show. If uh, you're still got more Rick and Bubba coming up, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.